Cutting Out Early, the podcast. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. I'm in a glass case of emotion! With Max, Zach, and Alex. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, everybody tuning in to the Cutting Out Early podcast. We are on episode number 55 on the 8th of March, 2022. Max Major here. Zach Montgomery to my left. We have Alex Newth on the Zoom call in Grand Rapids after his fun-filled trip to Las Vegas. I'm hearing about that. <laughs> and uh, a special guest, uh, my brother, in studio. Oh, my gosh. Alex Major to my right. Uh, you finally disclosed your location to me so I could <laughs> stop by. <laughs> <laughs> Our secret bunker yeah. is uh, is now... Uh, the compound, they call it. The compound. Undisclosed, yes. at least yeah. to you. <laughs> but we got a full house today. Um, you were in the uh, area. and um, I was. There's a lot to talk about. A lot to get into today. So we appreciate everyone tuning in thank you so much we're gonna have a fun-filled show today how, how you guys been doing and you know what? we're back on a weekly basis because before that it was you know a month and a half off it was it was shitty you know I, I miss doing it I, I really do well stop taking uh, exams and maybe we can do it <laughs> done <laughs> done uh i gotta hear about this trip i i have not heard about this so just, just so you know the listeners i'm gonna be hearing about it the first time as everybody else. We all are, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very curious because Alex, who, who um, had the gambling itch, I believe, one year old when the last time he was in Vegas. Uh, so oh, I'm yeah. not sure if that was any better or different or worse than this last trip, but maybe it was. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the, the, the important thing is he made it back. He's safe, we think. He's, he's healthy. I, I'm not sure if he lost anything or, or anybody specifically, but I'm very curious to hear about it. You know, I didn't really do a ton of gambling, uh, to be honest, but I did probably put on about 15 pounds. Oh, I, nice. I don't think I've ever eaten so much salt and carbs in my life. Oh, yeah, it feels like all eat? we did was eat when we were there, but it yeah, was, it was incredible. It was, a, <laughs> it was, it was a great, great trip. Um, we really made the most of Vegas, went to so many good restaurants, so many good shows. We even went hiking out in the desert, which was fantastic. I mean, you name it, and we did it. We had a spa day. What shows did you um, go to? A spa to? day. Oh, on a spa day. That's a nice. spa what day. I... Spa, like we went to the spa <laughs> and got massages and hung out in the facilities they have there. How um, is that? I actually have a spa day coming up with Becca. Are you serious? Yeah. I've never done a spa day. Is this your idea? Well, no. I got her. I got her a, a spa, like a massage for um, Christmas, and she wants to go together. So we're gonna fun. go and get a massage together. Yeah. yeah. I, I yeah this was that. my. This is my second ever massage. I did the same thing. I got Anna a massage for Christmas. Oh. And we went together. Or maybe it was her birthday. Yeah, I got it for her birthday because we went. When was her birthday? July. Was oh, it, was it kind of so a I gift? copied him. Was it kind of a gift for you because you went together, so you kind of wanted it too? Uh, no, no, it just worked <laughs> out that way. Good answer. 
By the um, way, uh, uh, Newth, I have a theory, uh, not to jump in too much here, but I have a theory that if someone goes to Vegas and say they didn't gamble too much, that just means they lost. Is that true? Is there any truth to that? <laughs> I mean, I lost a little bit, but... <laughs> so you no, did not... I, <laughs> I, I am the kind of person who... I, I enjoy gambling, but only for like 30 minutes at a time. I, I just can't spend a long time in the casino. I just kind of lose interest. So Did you play blackjack? It, it kind of worked out. Yeah, we play a little blackjack, but it also worked out because we just didn't have time to gamble that much. We were just running all around, so busy. Um, but Zach asked what shows we saw. We saw um, Silk Sonic, which is Bruno Mars and Anderson Pock, and that was a fantastic show. That was amazing. Um, we saw America's Got Talent, and we went to a Golden Knights game. So we really Ooh. hit it all. Oh, that I honestly would love to go to a Knights yeah. game. I I, they, I know you sent me a Snapchat, Alex, but you told me that their fans get really into their nights there in Vegas. I believe that. I, I for whatever reason, how it's so new of a hockey team, but it honestly seems like they just love their hockey there. And I don't know why, but I get that vibe too. But I'm I'm glad to hear that you experienced that too. Yeah, no, Vegas has really embraced their nights. I mean, all around town, there's nights paraphernalia everywhere. Fans are like, it seemed like every fan had a jersey too. They weren't just wearing. Yeah like you know a gold shirt or the colors of the team every fan it seemed had a jersey it was like the highest jersey ratio i've ever seen well um, it is their they, it's their og professional sports team really i mean that was the nhl was the first one to trust vegas so it makes sense they embrace it and they, they have a great fan experience from what i've seen that pre-ice show they have with the oh, night yeah, skating yeah. out there and all the lights that's that awesome looks so cool yeah, when yeah they, it was it was incredible. They went to the, they went to the Stanley Cup Finals. Did they win it? No, 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 yeah, yeah. but they went, yeah, but they went, <laughs> they went their first year. And I remember watching like the show. Allowed. I remember watching that show like on the on the TV. I was like, damn, the Wings need to get something like this. This is awesome. I think most teams do. Yeah, most sports teams. It really will never happen. <laughs> what was the highlight, Alex? And what was the best meal? The highlight of the trip. Um, it's a tie between the Knights game, which was pretty incredible, and also, uh, well, Bruno Mars was good too, but also hiking out in the desert was really cool. Uh, it's been a while. I hiked in the desert with my uncle a long time ago, like middle school, I think, when he lived in Utah. Um, so just getting back out into the desert, into some really like foreign terrain that we don't have around here, just you know, big red rocks and sand everywhere uh, was, was really cool. Uh, got some cool pictures and, and whatnot. Um, best meal was probably the first night we went to a restaurant called best friend, um, which is run by celebrity chef Roy Choi. And it's Roy who, what Roy Choi, Choi. (laughs) never heard of him. Um, but it's a Korean barbecue, Mexican fusion restaurant and never heard of him next. The chef's tasting menu. And it was incredible. Korean short ribs, garlic chicken, uh, these Short rib tacos that were really good. I Everything. have what Dr. Oh, Chris pizza. Called. A little bit of a weight problem. <laughs> Fired him at the same time. <laughs> so this was better than the than the steakhouse, Joe Vicari? Uh yeah, I think so. The the steakhouse was really good. Too bad. I'm sorry but, to hear that. But we we uh unfortunately we were just like kind of too full when we got there. Um we had kind of a late lunch, and so then when we got to that dinner, we were just like, oh, Yeah, man, what'd so you cool. eat? It, it almost felt kind of like a, a chore. But it felt like it's a not, chore. It's not like, that's not really the uh, the mindset you want when you're going to a great steakhouse. 
I understand that. We used to go to Safeway all the time and get caught trying to steal donuts. No, I get it. <laughs> but you're having fun. That's what's important. I'm glad it was a fun trip, Alex. I'm, I'm glad it was a fun trip. I still have to get to Vegas at some point. It, There's so much to do. It's incredible. I was I mean, in like and I out. Said, in and out was good. Uh, I would say it's not my favorite fast food burger, <gasps> but it was very good. Um, I still think Shake Shack is better. Uh, um, hey, hey, New. I agree with you. Oh. <gasps> wow. <gasps> wow. No, no, okay. That's okay. a hot take so, right there. That feels pretty good. But they're different, right? <laughs> the children are destroying him with their hot takes. <laughs> in and out's good. I mean, I've had I've had it two or three times now. And I guess maybe someone might say, oh, you need to have it a couple more times. But I've gotten a pretty good sense of it. And I've had it recently. It's good. But it's not, it's not as good as Shake Shack. It's not as good as, like, I don't know. It tastes like a fast food burger. But that's what it is, right? It has it a drive-thru. Shake Shack doesn't have a drive-thru. It is. And, and Shake Shack tastes less like a fast food burger. I don't know. There's something about it where it just, it, yeah, it's it's good. And, like, the sauce is good. The animal-style fries are fun. You got to get the animal-style. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about savvy, we were talking about savvy sliders last week. So okay. Have you been to Savvy Sliders? <laughs> I have not been. But, like, the thing that's funny about that is I drive by Savvy Sliders, and then on the sign it says, like, Famous, famous chicken. Famous chicken. <laughs> and I, and I, exactly. And I'm, I, it's extremely confusing to me. And actually, that turned me off. You can stand for a big old whopper right now. Huh? <laughs> yeah, and I'm loaded with secret sauce. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's a confused restaurant, right? So sliders and then famous chicken. And I was like, ah, one or the other, fine. But I mean, give Both. me one. I went there. I went there a week ago. I I can't judge their slider because I ate it when it was cold, but their chicken was pretty good. Okay. So, seeing a couple of them around now, seems like they're popping up around here. By the way, Alex. Um, speaking of food, did did you ever figure out that sister restaurant for London Chop House, or or were you no, writing this question no. for me? Because I did not. No, I I, I wanted to ask him. <laughs> the listeners no, I'm are just sorry. I forgot to ask my mom. They Alex messaging me about it. We got dozens of emails wondering what this is, and literally dozens. Yeah, I I hate to put your mom on the hook, but I really think your mom's on the hook for this. <laughs> you know, she's she's spreading this information, and we're looking for something to back it up. We we have, she's spreading fake news. It sounds well, like. well. You know, we have a duty to our listeners. To try to you know represent ourselves as as you know legitimate and not you know going willy nilly with our stories and follow up on claims like this. Yeah, I mean, it's an important claim. London Chop House, top restaurant in the city. So you know, sister restaurant. I, my God. I will follow up with my mom and ask her. I apologize I so. to our listeners. We will release the information on our social media as soon as we find out. I, so there's a reason <laughs> to go and follow us. Um, I mean, Alex, do you know anything about this, or am I the only one that is my mom the only one that's ever heard I, anything about I it? I don't know. I'm, I'm actually I'm googling right now to try and figure out if they're like the I'll, owner owns I'll save another you. restaurant. I'll save you. It doesn't exist. There's nothing out there. <laughs> I hate to okay, say it. No. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm looking right now, and so, this says Caucus Club. That's not their sister restaurant. That's a competitor across the street. <laughs> we did we went same. over this last okay. week. We did this exact thing Sorry. last week. <laughs> All right, you found the same article. Then. Should, Never should we mind. Call you know what? Somebody at the restaurant. And, and do a little interview on air. I mean, we don't have to do it this week. Maybe next week. Do you, Do you have your uh your your um your dangle, Alex? Your your dongle for the for your iPhone? No, I don't. No, not not you, Alex. We have two Alexes now. Let me, <laughs> me? get the dongle. And let's call, let's call London Chop House. You want to call them now on yeah, air? Yeah, let's, let's call them now. Why oh, not? Jeez. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> we listen. We have to settle this. Well, well, hold on. Okay. We have to settle this. You're, this is you're, ridiculous. You're gonna call them. You're gonna get some server there that's not gonna know what the hell you're talking no, about. No, no, no. Yes, hi, the owner, please. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> 
Yes, Mr. or Mrs. Gitzaros. <laughs> <laughs> Is that their name? I mean, this says... Wait, let's the see. London, gonna... Okay, so the original London Chop House... I, I've had enough. I've closed, had enough. We're calling them. <laughs> it closed in 1991. And then it oh, reopened oh. recently. Sorry, guys. I'm going to pop their ears. Oh, Sorry, God. listeners. Ah! Okay, it reopened in... Okay, yeah. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, we'll, we'll this, is, this is from Cranes. Do you trust Cranes? <laughs> we'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. Do you tr- do you, okay. It's returning to Detroit. The London Chop House is returning to Detroit. It's being reopened by the Gazzaros family, owners of the popular Fishbones restaurant. Really? So Fishbones might be the sister restaurant we were discussing. And you can call them all you want. <laughs> They're opening again downtown? Ugh. Oh, I'm oh sorry. God, I'm sorry, guys. I'm it. sorry, guys. We're just going to ruin people's eardrums. We yeah, shouldn't the do o- that. The only thing I can see right here is, um, so, yeah, the Caucus Club was the original owner of the London Chop House opened the Caucus Club. And then the London Chop House closed and then reopened under the people who own Fishbones. I see. Okay. The I'm ever still popular and ever elegant Fishbones. We we need to get to the bottom of this, <laughs> and I, I I'm I'm not resting until we do, and we'll figure it out. We'll we'll get him on the phone and we'll call him. Thanks for calling the London Chop House. Unfortunately, no one is able to take your call. Oh, what, what the hell? Kindly leave a detailed message, and we will return leave your call message. as soon as possible. It's seven forty. This is ridiculous. Do not accept reservations via voicemail. We appreciate your business. Record your message at the tone. Press any key or stop talking to end the recording. Yeah, this is Max calling on the Cutting Out Early Network, and we're following up on a story we received from a listener who said that the London Chop House has a new sister restaurant opening. And we really couldn't find anything online about it. We're, we're trying to figure it out, uh, but we really just want to go right to the source and figure this out. So, so please call me back at the 313 number that you see, and uh, we would love to hear from you. Thank you. Well, spread the word. All right, we'll see if they get back to us. <laughs> How does it ring one time and then go right to voicemail? How are they closed? Are they, they closed? Saw, they saw it was Max. Right now. They saw it was Max calling, and they were like, uh-oh. <laughs> they sent me the voicemail. <laughs> oh, boy. It is ridiculous. Yeah, they probably have Max on a, like, do not answer list. <laughs> oh, I, I've been there once with him. It seemed like it went okay, but I don't know. Hey, uh, What? It was great. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, it was great. Hey, Alex, um, there, first of all, really quick for the listeners, there is a lot of sports news today. There's a lot of sports news, and we're going to get to all of it. We got, a, we got a good show for you guys, but there's a few things that we want to talk about first. I know, first of all, I will preface this. I'm not a big coffee drinker. I, today was a, a different day. I, I, was, I just finished my third cup today. Did you really? Yeah. I was up, I was up early, um, I, you know, just, just a long day, and I needed coffee, and I got coffee. And you know, I, I like a, I, I like a cold brew from Starbucks every now and then. I'm not a big mm. hot coffee guy, but you know, it, cold it, brew, cold brew's really good. All successful dr- people drink iced coffee. Is that true? And you, yeah. You like, you like the nitro cold. I like brew, the nitro. It's like a Guinness. It, it's really good. I don't like the nitro. It gets no. in the way. Oh, I love it. I'm a, I'm I don't a, like, I don't like the th- idea of you thinking that you're drinking a Guinness driving down the road. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing about the iced coffee is it's just, it's, it's like, it's all, it's all substance. You know, you're drinking it to get that caffeine buzz and you can drink it fast because it's cold. And that's why I yeah. like it. Sure. Sure. I get there, it. There is one problem with cold brew. What's that? Water. <laughs> I don't know what cold brew you're drinking, Alex, but, uh, I don't think I've ever had that problem. <laughs> I haven't either. I'm not even a big veteran on coffee. The, the listeners know what I'm talking about. 
Um, anyway, there is a story, and I'm more <laughs> I'm, I'm more interested to talk about this with the the people here on the show that drink coffee okay. and the listeners. Second down and nine. <laughs> <laughs> this is from USA Today. This is news today. Today, a man in Wales died after ingesting an amount of caffeine powder equivalent to as many as 200 cups of coffee. Tom Mansfield, 29 years old personal trainer and a father of two it's a horrible story died from caffeine toxicity in january of 2021 officials confirmed just last week according to the bbc took him long enough yeah no kidding mansfield was trying to weigh a dose of the powder within a range of 60 milligrams to 300 milligrams but he was using a scale that had a weighing range of two grams to five thousand grams after consuming the powder, Mansfield started holding his chest and said his heart was beating fast. After lying down, he began foaming at the mouth. Jesus. His wife, identified as Susanna, called paramedics who were not able to resuscitate him. Uh, they did the post-mortem exam, showed he had caffeine levels of 392 milligrams per liter of blood. According to the coroner, caffeine levels would be 2 to 4 milligrams per liter for a person who drank a regular cup of coffee. Two to four milligrams. He had 392. So the question is... So you had 10 times the amount. <laughs> or no, 100. What is that, 100, like a BAC 100. of like 10? That's unbelievable. But the question is, what's the most coffee you've drinking in a day? And and have you ever had it to the point where you're like, oh my God, I, I'm feeling it. I got to sit down or I'm getting to like, I, I feel weird. I feel you weird. get the heart palps going. Something yeah. happening. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you? Because this is a, a, a tough lesson to learn. And, you know, maybe yeah, he wants to spread the news I don't that. Think, I don't think he learned very much. It, it doesn't sound like <laughs> it. The, those cold brews will get you. If you do, if you do too really? many of those. I never drink. Well, I shouldn't say that. I got nauseous one time after drinking too much coffee, but it was also, I was riding the backseat of a car. So, and I was, you, you ever ride in one of those, um, it's a Toyota. It's like a big SUV. Kind of looks like the Bronco. Land Cruiser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, FJ Cruiser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that big, yeah. that big SUV. And I was in the back, and I don't know if you've ever actually sat in them, but the windows are like, I don't know, like the size of my face. Like they're really small windows, like and I airplane feel airplane windows. Yeah, and I feel like I'm like sitting up high because I'm already in the truck and I'm above the windows. And anyway, I got super car sick. It was horrible. But that. That time I did drink too much coffee, I guess. What about you, Alex? Have you ever had that type of experience or a close call even? I mean, I don't. hopefully not as close as this guy, but uh, <laughs> oh, no, I've gotten horrible. jittery. You know, like your your arms kind of like, I don't know, sometimes you can feel like you're like pulsing almost. And uh, and yeah, you know, your heart's beating really fast. Yeah, I've definitely drinking too much caffeine on accident. Did you? I remember when we used to study late night at the library at MSU, I would get those giant iced coffees from Sparty's and I'd buy two of them and just <laughs> chug them that yeah that was bad and I, amazingly I could finish studying go home and sleep yeah I'm the same no way problem. Alex is I, that a prop maybe that's a problem <laughs> I don't know if that's normal get that checked out. <laughs> I don't know if that's normal <laughs> Alex are you still giving up coffee for Lent yeah you know I've been going strong no caffeine really how's that going for you um well today was my first like real day of work uh, not having any coffee. So the morning was fine, but I'd, I'd say I crashed in the afternoon a little bit harder than I usually would. That's too Senior bad. citizens, although slow and dangerous behind the wheel, can still serve a purpose. 
I'm just I'm just saying be careful because if you don't have your caffeine, I understand. You, you know, all of a sudden you're you're doing your work, you're used to caffeine, you're used to drinking two or three cups a day, and then boom, you're you're just asleep. So I've seen yeah, it I was before. pretty tired. I've seen it happen before. And if you have too it's much tough caffeine, to keep my eyes open. Uh, sleep forever. I mean, like one of our friends was saying that he gets headaches when he doesn't drink coffee for a long amount yeah. of time. Oh, I do I've, I've never all the had time. Anything like that? All the time, yeah. Yeah, like a caffeine withdrawal headache. Sure. Happens yeah. all the time. Doing a podcast with a bunch of drug addicts. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get my fix. What can I say? Yeah, right. Well, speaking of podcasts, this was kind of fun. And um, I'm, I'm kind of curious to hear what you guys think about this. This was a good idea. But we we all, all four of us really, we all listen to 97.1. It's, it's probably our go-to station. Um, probably it, the reason why we're doing this. Yeah, part of, part of definitely part of the reason. No question about it. And we do, we get ideas from everybody. We, I, I watch, I ingest so much news every day. I ingest a lot of audio. I, if I'm in the car, I'm listening to something. Uh, so, <laughs> just Alex. <laughs> <sighs> we were just curious about, and you know what? Honestly, send us an email. Cuttingoutearly.podcast at gmail.com. What is your favorite podcast? Other than this one, of course. Other than this one. <laughs> but what is your favorite podcast? Um, it's funny because we have people putting show notes in the show notes that are not meant to be talked about on air for some reason. But that's fine. That's funny. <laughs> but I'm curious. I'm curious because we get inspiration from everywhere. And that goes um, to some of the news that happened today um, on on a local radio show. Oh, yeah. But we'll get to that in a bit. What is your favorite? No, what? we should do that now. Okay. All right. We'll move on from the podcast stuff then. Forget it. But I'm just saying, I'm curious what the listeners have to say. I really, I genuinely am. You know, what do you like to listen to? Other us. than this one. Uh, uh, us. Us. Well, I, of course, that's a given. But everyone gets stuff from everywhere. So my point is that we listen to everything. And today, 97.1. Big announcement. Big announcement. It was breaking news. Huge. John Jansen and Doug Karsh, the new voices of Michigan football. Well, how do you guys feel about this? Good, bad, don't care, or just, you know. It is what it is. I think it was a natural. This is fit. Michigan. <laughs> it made sense. It's a huge. It it really does make sense. It's perfect. I, I'm a huge fan. I mean, it's hard to back up the slappies that they had there before, but you know, what are you gonna do? Seven seconds. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. They stopped the clock when they shouldn't have. <laughs> Rest in peace, Frank. I'm so sorry. He just passed away. It's horrible. <laughs> I um so well, uh, I, I'm I root for Michigan too. Uh, so Max is not outnumbered this week. But then again, <laughs> we both went to Michigan Tech, so it's not like we have a true dog in the fight. So yeah, I think true. maybe our fandom only counts as half each. But oh, but Max w- says he's not a Michigan fan. Oh, so okay. this is news. Breaking news. Dun dun dun. <laughs> well, I didn't say he's a fan. I said he roots. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> um, I, I mean. Oh my God! <laughs> I love the little cry at the end there. <laughs> it's a story, but it's not surprising to me, and I, I think it makes sense. I like Doug. I mean, there's I, I think I think Jansen's good too. Yeah. Maybe he'll tell some good fishing stories while they're doing the broadcast. And, yeah. and honestly, I wasn't really a fan of Deerdorf. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Sure. But no, of course I, you okay. can. He sucked. No, no, I'm, I'm, oh, Zach, come on. He, he sucked. They he both not, sucked. Oh, he didn't. They did not. Apologist. I, uh, that no. was true. They were. They looked really bad. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about their no, on-air I'm, performance. I'm talking about before that whole debacle went down. I'm, yeah. I'm talking about. They're not Deardorf. responsible. And, and this touchdown, is, Michigan. Touchdown, Michigan. <laughs> I don't. It was. It was the. It was the constant just. 
it was over homerism. So the one thing about Michigan that gets me is it gets a little culty. Oh, really? A little, little culty. Are little you culty. part of the cult? We got yeah, some breaking news. Right we got some breaking news on the Cutting Out Early podcast. <laughs> it does. It does get a little I'm cult. Just, just, it does. It does. I, I know who we're broadcasting to here in probably Metro Detroit, so people might not want me to say that. Anyways, oh, we're, we're completely fine with it. It's no, okay. I know you guys are. No, but and even rooting for them, it, 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 I, and yeah, okay, they're pandering to their audience too, but it, it got tough for me to listen to, and I'm rooting for the team. So, yeah, no, they're too much. But I and not all the time. But you, there were times when I was like, okay, let's just settle down a little bit here. Deerdorf, uh, I told you he was gonna. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I kept talking about it. I keep putting it to him. He's got told you. It's like okay, okay, settle down there. Yeah, I mean, uh, what was that? Peppers took back the touchdown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The uh, I will say I do think they were better than uh, the Michigan State radio. I do think they were better than Georgia, and I think that three and twenty-four left to go here in the fourth. <laughs> well, the problem with George is he's always like thirty seconds behind, and they were talking about this on the Valenti show today, and I I agree with it a hundred percent. I literally cannot listen to George Blaha coming after him. <laughs> like listen, snap. like they're Bravo. cheering. There's already the touchdown Stop. already happened. <laughs> They're already in the tunnel. <laughs> there's a there's a dog pile in the end zone right now, and it finally says the word touchdown. They're already at the press conference. It's so D'Antonio's already in his car on the way home. You almost. He doesn't George, care. It's yeah. like an old Football. computer with a processing oh my speed. God. <laughs> you, oh my God. The thing is, he like ninety now or something. He's he's too old. He, he you can tell what's happening in the play based on the crowd reaction and the mic in the background. It's like the band's playing when they already scored a touchdown. It's like guys, just tell me what's happening. <laughs> Why does it take so long? Anyway, I can't listen to him. I I refuse. I don't like. I don't even turn on the radio. Anymore. Max, our, our dad has. Our Pistons broadcast to George Blahide, Maxie's in Royal Oak, trying to figure out why so many people, including media and sports personalities, come to Maxie's. This Main is 1987. <laughs> I come to Maxie's for the fine selection of wine, the great pickles, and the owner, Steve Pino, owes me $14.50. <laughs> I come to Maxie's. What the hell am I watching? The food is what is this? George Blaha doing a, a commercial. It a lot of bread. And most important of all, Steve, the owner, is buying. I'm Steve Pinto. There are lots of other reasons why people are coming to Maxi's. Oh my god! I think you ought to come out too. You'll discover why hundreds of people are saying... Millions of people are saying, meet me at Maxi's. It's the place to be in the northern suburbs. Millions, well, Nick? George loved it, and obviously now they're shuttered, so... 1987 <laughs> in Royal Oak. <laughs> that was George doing this, a weird restaurant commercial from 1987. Oh my god, okay. Well, he's been around the block. <laughs> My goodness! So no, do, okay. I think I think Doug and I, I, it's a good fit. It's a I perfect. Agree. It's I agree. a perfect I agree. fit. I mean, I get your. It'll just add to the blue wall on ninety-seven-one. But very, you're very anti-Michigan. But the blue I, wall. Oh, Zach, give me a break. Their biggest show is all Michigan State. That's all they do. Well, yeah. Well, the that's blue because, wall. Well, okay. John Jansen is just. It, he's he's pay, bought and paid for essentially. What about what about Rico? Can, 
What about Rico? Yeah. Rico? No, Rico will say bad things about Michigan State. He will. He's bought and paid for more no, than he's anybody. Not. Oh, no, he's not. Oh, come on. Buddy, buddy Jensen, there with Jensen literally cannot say anything bad about Michigan. He doesn't. Listen, when you listen to him in the morning, he literally says nothing, even if there's something terrible they're talking about, like a horrible game or something. Like, the only thing I've heard him be critical about Michigan for was when uh, Juwan Howard slapped that guy in the face. And that's it. That's the only time. I was really shocked when he said that, too, because it was like... but. Think about it. You've never heard him say anything bad about U of M, ever. I don't really. It's true. There's there's a difference either. between having a bias like Rico does and never saying anything bad. He's like bought James. and paid for. He can't. Okay, but what about Doug? What do you mean I bought think, and paid? No, I think what, Doug is good. Okay. Doug, what do you mean does, bought and paid for? What does that mean? He works. He he literally works for Michigan. Well, he does a podcast. So does for Doug. Him. Doug's worked for Michigan for years now. Well, he's Doug, worked for Michigan for fifteen years. Well, then that's more of a reason why Jansen should be more unbiased, but he's not. Doug isn't. Doug does a good well, job. I say Doug is a well, very yeah. Doug. You can't just say the bought and paid for thing because Doug works for Michigan too, and he comments on everything. Well, I'm not. I'm not. That's not my main reason. Have you actually listened to Jansen talk? I've listened to Jansen many times. He doesn't say anything critical about Michigan. Say one thing. I haven't heard him really say much critical about anybody, though. In fairness, that he's, is true. He's that more is, of a positive. And it's, he doesn't say. Yeah, he doesn't, not, he doesn't say doesn't, anything about state either. He doesn't really get too critical about much. He'll get critical about the fishing if it was bad or something like that. Well, I didn't want to bite today. So you're not sad that Deerdorf and um, Brandy and Brandy are gone. You're you're, no, you're I, pretty. Happy I, I don't really the care. Bow apologists. Bow apologists. <laughs> yeah, that was a really bad. Well, look. that statue had nothing to do with it. <laughs> that yeah. statue didn't didn't do anything. I mean, the statue couldn't talk. So can we can we just can we stop <laughs> making statues? Jeez. I feel like every statue that goes up is going to be taken down in like 40 years because of something they did in the past. So can we just ban statues in the country? Is, no more statues. Is anybody really that great? Who, care, who cares? <laughs> it's a statue. It's a statue. Nobody cares. Just no more statues. That solve so many problems. This is related, but we don't need to talk about it. Oh, uh, <laughs> Oklahoma announced today that they're building a Baker Mayfield statue. Oh, oh my God. that's going to be torn down so quickly. He's either going to be a, a it's going to be a horrible quarterback eventually uh, or there's going to be something that he did when he was like 12 and he had some yeah. what type are they of gonna, tweets or what something. What are they going to do when he's unemployed in 2 years? I can't are, are you serious Alex? They're really doing that. Yeah. That is ridiculous. That's, that's so so dumb. So dumb. Well, on the front page of ESPN. Okay. I don't know, man. That's weird. A little I, I crazy. Mean, he's, he's great in those commercials. It's <laughs> <laughs> about the best he's done, best work he's done. I think he cares more. Years. I think he cares more about that than football. I think he does a little too many of those. I think Mahomes is you trending. Know, I, I, think, I think Mahomes is trending in that direction too. I think he's better at those than he is at football. <laughs> that should be his he career. Is. I think he enjoys it more than football. It seems I, like he loves that commercial. It, it, He's like, look, another commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. It seems like What it, are we yeah. doing today? Come on. <laughs> you know, that was a clever spot, though. I do think that's kind of cool. Like, he lives there, and he's got all the stuff. That's not bad. It's not He's bad. trying to sweep up after the game or whatever. It's, you know, it's silly. Well, okay. So, right now. So he stays employed. <laughs> so, well. In the middle of March, March 8th, 2022, we have a sport that's taking over the world. What do you think that is? What has everyone been talking about? Curling. The NFL offseason. Okay. <laughs> it's the NFL offseason. It's the biggest sport right now. And there was news today. Oh, oh. Here's there was news. news. There was news. So what happened today in the world of the NFL? And I'm very curious to hear what all of you guys have to say about it and see if you care, if it affects the Lions at all, or, or the angle that you're taking. But what happened? What happened today? 
What happened today? Yeah, yeah. Should we get a little music going? I feel like we need the background music. I'm, you say no more. <laughs> but uh, the first thing that happened today was uh, was probably the biggest thing was Aaron Rodgers signing his extension with the Green Bay Packers. He's uh, going to be well. No, he didn't sign his extension. Oh no, he didn't. You're right. But they, they announced it. it. They announced yeah, it, yeah. but he has not signed it yet. I'd argue yeah, that's Ian Rappaport, the second biggest. Ian Rappaport uh, announced that he had signed the deal. And then uh, Pat McAfee came out and said, my sources are telling me, and his sources are Aaron Rodgers, that he uh, he did not sign it and that the terms that they released were not accurate. Yeah. It's draft so music. You can't say, but it's going to be in the neighborhood of $200 million over four years with 150-something million guaranteed, which is just ridiculous. 250. And he's going to be the highest paid NFL player in history. Well, I mean, he, he deserves it. He's the two. He's a two-time yeah. or two years in a row. He's been the MVP. I mean, what you got to make him the most paid, right? He, he he is incredible. He really is a good quarterback. I don't care what he's like as a person. As far as a quarterback, he's kind of become a weirdo now. Yeah, but no, but no, that's as far fine. As, but as as quarterback, as well. what do you? Yeah, I mean, I would say before he won his back-to-back MVPs, I thought he was on the decline. I really did. I thought he was, you know, he was injured every I did, year. I did too. Like, I did too. And I thought even when he got back, yeah, he looked good, but he was. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there's maybe there's something to this this puking cleanse that he's been doing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can you explain that exactly? Because I saw that headline. I didn't read it's it. Be but the AR12 method or something. What is he doing? <laughs> what is he eating? I, I, uh, I don't know. He did something where it's it's all it's coming out both ends is basically what I heard. He did enemas and he did like yeah. uh, some kind like of cleanse. A, like a twelve day cleanse where it's just it's just all puking and diarrhea. And, yeah. <laughs> She's using the toilet and the tub. How about that? It's like hot dog water. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, but that yeah, it's but anyway. like twelve day crazy thing. She said it came out so compact that it looked like a V eight can. It was followed by what she referred to as two minutes of hot dog war. Oh, Aaron! <laughs> oh, God. Oh, fuck. But I think this is this is probably <laughs> this is probably the biggest news in terms of the Lions this year because yes. it pretty much yes. guarantees that with the down NFC North that the uh, NFC North is probably going to run through Green Bay for the next I don't know two or three years depending on how long the contract actually comes out to. At least so, two years, in my opinion. Yeah. So I. I don't know. I I, I think it kind of gauges our, excuse me, determines how the Lions go through this draft. So like, let me let me ask you this: Do you think that Aaron Rodgers is going to have a bit of a downfall, or is he going to keep climbing, or stay consistent? Is he going to be the top quarterback in the league, or is it how old is he? Thirty thirty eight. Thirty eight. Thirty eight. Something 38, like that. Yeah, are we going to start? Are, can, can somebody check that? Are we going to start seeing him go down? I, is it going to happen? I think it's going to be slow. I mean, I we don't saw know Brady. About his actual skill, but I think the Packers are going to decline. He, I mean, his biggest complaint was that he had no weapons, and now he's going to take even more of a cap. Like, I'd, I'm really interested to see how the Packers' cap space works out after this. There's no way they'll be able to afford. I know they um, they uh, franchise tagged Deontay, uh, Devonta Adams today, uh, but there's no way they'll be able to afford a long-term deal with him. They're pushing all their chips in for the next two years. Really, is what it is. Yeah, no, I they, I don't know I don't know that Adams is there after this year, you know, like I mean after this upcoming year. By the way, Rogers turned thirty eight in December, so he is thirty eight. Okay, okay. Were, were you surprised this happened? A lot of people were saying he's not back with Green Bay. No way. 
People thought he had a falling out or there was some problem with management. Are, are you personally surprised? Not if it's $50 million a year. <laughs> I think that smooths over a lot that, of rough edges. That can do a lot of convincing. Yes. No No kidding. Well, I think that Green Bay kind of realized, too, that they're – their team is almost nothing without Aaron Rodgers, right? And they need to win now because the NFC North is trash, and they're on top if they have Aaron Rodgers. So uh, you're yeah. you're right. The this is a good time for them to push all their chips in, and uh, you know push all in for these next few years, which actually I think helps the Lions because they shouldn't be really in contention for doing anything until like two more years or so. Yeah, so. I, I would agree. Then, yeah, it, just to jump off that, the Jordan Love experience hasn't been everything that they had hoped it'd be. Yeah. So. I think that's the worst uh, news think, for him. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, no, I think they might have to be drafting another quarterback coming up here, and they, they basically Rodgers is their bridge quarterback, but at the same time, he's the bridge quarterback that could win them championships. Yeah. So I mean, it makes it makes some sense for them, and yeah, they know that they're gonna suck. It's just the price of doing business. They're gonna push all their chips in and try and get one more title in the next two years. So. Got guaranteed 153 million dollars, front loaded, big money. And they did it. They really did. Um, the other big news. The other big news. Oh, Russell yeah. Wilson to Denver, which is I, I didn't hear exactly what Seattle got, but Alex knows. Yeah, Alex. Knew. Can you tell me, Alex? Yeah, yeah. Let me pull it up. It's it's two first round picks, two second round picks. Oh my god! And a f- a fifth round pick, Drew Locke, uh, the Denver quarterback, uh, Noah Fant, the Denver tight end, and. Denver uh, defensive end Shelby Harris, and then the Broncos get Russell Wilson and a fourth-round pick, which, I mean, compare that to what Stafford got traded for, and yeah. it seems <laughs> like Denver just got robbed. I I don't get this. I really don't really? understand. I don't get this. You think Denver I don't think got Rus- robbed? I don't think Russell Wilson is worth that much. Oh, he do. was terrible after his finger injury, and yeah, he's young. He's only thirty-three, and I mean, I think he's, he's worth not, a lot, but that just seems that like so much. Well, I mean, look at it this way: when Stafford was traded, he had never won a playoff game, and what Wilson's got two Super Bowls? Yeah, something like that. So, I mean, he has, you have to go quite a bit. I mean, even though Stafford just won the championship, you have to go quite a bit above what the Lions got for Stafford, in my opinion. So, I mean, I think it makes sense, and I think. Honestly, I think Seattle got a really good haul out of that because I also yeah, don't think Seattle time. was doing anything with Russell. I don't think he was going to win there. I don't know that Pete Carroll is young enough anymore. He sure looks spry out there for being in his 70s, but I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's huge for Seattle. So I think it's going to really kickstart the rebuild because, really, I don't think they were looking like they had much of a future, and now that turns around. And, do we, and Newt, do you know, does that first-round pick, is that this year's first-round pick? I didn't see any information on the year. Because if so, I think it's a top ten pick. Oh, they wow. pick like ninth or something like that this year. Yeah, I don't know if the specifics on the years are out yet, but okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, that'd be huge. Well, how do you feel, Zach? Um, I think well, Denver had to do this. I feel like Denver is short of a QB. I mean, maybe if there was a QB in this draft class, they could go for it. But yeah. if it's not, then you. I mean, they did the probably the best thing you can do for your QB position is get a established veteran who's done great things before so i think this is any the denver broncos team is now like middle tier to like top tier teams i mean it's essentially what the rams did you know where they went from like eh to now super bowl winners yeah so i think that this is the move that they needed as for seattle i think it was also a great move for seattle because seattle's another one of those teams that needed to rebuild 
and their division is stacked right now with yeah. the 49ers, the Rams, and the uh, Cardinals. And if they give them like two or three years for the rest of those teams to fall off and then them to build up, that's when they hit their window. So I think it's a great trade for both teams. Or both teams, yeah. Both, the, both but teams a, are in stacked divisions too. Yeah, that's the thing too. As I was gonna say, Denver with the Raiders, the Chiefs, and the Chargers. So all those teams are you know playoff contenders. You have Herbert and Mahomes, and I mean, say what you want about Derek Carr. He had a pretty good season. He was a playoff team. Yeah. So. And now Derek you have Russell Wilson. Easily Russell like Wilson. the best worst quarterback in the league. <laughs> First division. The best worst quarterback in the league. That's an interesting topic right there in itself. It used to be Stafford. It used to be Stafford. Yeah, it used to, it used to be Stafford, but mm, not anymore. By the way, did this is a little bit of a diversion. But did you hear that that um the latest clip from Kelly Stafford's podcast the morning after? Did you hear what she was talking about last week? I'm sorry, is this a, you know, I, I missed that, I missed this week. So oh. if you could fill me in, I'd really appreciate it. Is it about it. a boob job? Yeah, yeah. Did you hear that? I just heard she about it. She got a boob job. Well, this is what happened. So she was saying how when she was younger in college and early after college, she was I guess making money somehow. I don't know how she didn't say, but she was making money and she was trying to save. <laughs> Nobody up. knows. Yeah, no, that's not the point. The point is that she's saving up money Under and the table. <laughs> you know she's she's with Matthew. I it may have been you know they may have been just dating or engaged at the time. I think this was before kids. Um, you know, maybe like six, seven, eight years ago, and she's so saying, "What are you insinuating?" I, no, it's not. My, that's not my point. It doesn't matter. <laughs> she was with Matthew I'm some saying, of the time. She's got, she's got all the kids now. That's her life. This is before any of that, and she's saving up this money. And she tells Matthew, "This is right from Kelly's podcast. You can listen to it." She tells Matthew, "Hey, I want a boob job. I, I want a boob job." And and Matthew is begging Kelly, "Don't do it. Please don't do it." Uh, you don't need to do it. It's it's ridiculous. And, and Kelly's like, it's my money. I saved it up. I've wanted it my whole life since I was a child, and I want it. I want to do it. My body, my choice. Yeah. So so she's very staunch on Happy it. Happy International Women's Day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Hundred percent. Um, we'll get into that. But but anyway. Um, so she she does it, and she says it was horrible. It was botch. She obviously didn't go to Roche. It was just a horrible <laughs> job, and and she was pissed. And she claims. She claims. That the Detroit media was just going on and on about Matthew Stafford's paying for Kelly Stafford to get a boob job, and it's horrible. Do you remember that? No, <laughs> I don't remember any of that. And this is coming from somebody who listens to more media than almost anybody. And I listened to Stoney talk about it. He never remembered this woman. It. She's a basket case. <laughs> Stoney doesn't remember it. Nobody remembers any of this. Nobody even knows it happened. So here we are. A, a Kelly moves away from from Detroit to L.A. She's uh, you know a little a big fish in a little pond. Now she's a big fish in a massive pond, and she doesn't have the the close knit Detroit media to go after and, and be friends with and take little jabs at. And she probably misses a little of that interaction. She's in L.A. now. She's you know she was at the top of the totem pole. Now she's yeah, pretty far down. And, and out there, her boob job looks terrible. Oh well, <laughs> apparently it looked terrible everywhere. She well, said, yeah. and, and she's going on about this another chance to take a shot at the Detroit media. I think I, it she, seems like all it is. Nobody remembers any of this story. Nobody. Isn't she the type of person who you think would be like she got a boob job and then starts googling what are people saying? What are people saying? And then she finds oh, like two comments. Yeah. And people are like, oh, it's too bad that uh, she had to get her husband to pay for it. And she then she just remembers that. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Probably something on Buzzboard or something yeah. or some forum. But yeah. I just thought like that's the media. Listen. <laughs> let me let me preface this. I I actually I I enjoy Kelly's content. I I think she's a good person. I think she's a great mom. 
Um, unless she's hammered, I guess, which isn't the best look for kids. Mm. But he likes to have fun. Uh, so I think she's I think she's good, but I just don't think this was a, a good opportunity to talk about Detroit in the media. I think it was just kind of ridiculous. A shot for the purposes of taking a shot. So uh, yeah, it was weird. It was weird. I think maybe I think she's scratching the bottom of the barrel for content now. Yeah, I think she's know. I think she's feeling a little. I think LA is a little big for her. I think it's a little big for her. Maybe so. Maybe my so. From my understanding, she's still getting a lot of publicity from the New York tabloids, but I don't see any uh, um, headlines from her today. But, she is. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that she's always in the in the. It's like her uh, Jackson Mahomes and his and and Patrick Mahomes' wife. I forget her name. Oh, but here like, we go. Fiance. Yeah. Um, the one that was spraying champagne over all the fans like a complete bimbo. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. But usually for the wrong reasons, not not for good reasons. Breaking anyway. news, New York Post. Kelly Stafford recalls ideal date night taking in LeBron James's epic game. Yeah, see? Wow. She is. Saturday night's out at the Lakers game is one evening Kelly wow. Stafford will never forget. Um, Legit, if I could write up an ideal date night, that would have been it. The wife of Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford said Tuesday on her podcast, The Morning After. Who reads that shit, by the way? <laughs> Speak like, for yourself. Honestly. Speak yourself. <laughs> well, you don't get it. Sounds you, horrible. You don't get Us Weekly every so often? No, I don't care at all. The only problem is a concession stand refused to sell me a pretzel. <laughs> Not sure why. <laughs> Over, <laughs> over the weekend, the couple sat courtside at Crypto.com Arena, good. where they watched LeBron James put up 56 points. He put up 56 points? Yeah. In the Lakers' 124-116 to 116 win over the Warriors. During the game, James, who let loose at SoFi Stadium in February when Stafford and the Rams won the Super Bowl, was seen telling the 34-year-old quarterback that he had to put on a show with him in attendance. And Kelly, a longtime basketball fan, expressed that encountering James left her in awe. If I had to meet someone, and we had met him one time before, but not really me, him and Matthew, he's one where I would lose my cool! Uh, Kelly added how she was touched by a classy gesture from James, who personally congratulated the Staffords on their first ever Super Bowl win. I guess Kelly must have run some plays. I must have missed it. Uh, but they won together, uh, so James celebrated that. Obviously, LeBron is one of the greatest of all time, and so he said that to Matthew, and afterward came over and congratulated him on the Super Bowl, and then turned to me, wiped his hand, and stuck it out and shook my hand and said, Hey, congratulations to you too. Oh my god. <laughs> it was really endearing and a cool moment because obviously I watched Matthew meet all these people. He's blown away by LeBron. The fact that he LeBron, LeBron took a second and even said anything to me I thought was very classy, kind, and all things. Wow. That's quite the voice Matthew, she got. I know where I'm going. <laughs> when men are married to women who scream like you, they just want to die sooner. <laughs> So Kelly is in the media. There's her pictures of her at the game. Oh, she's really enjoying it. Good for her. I'm glad they're happy. I'm glad they're living it up. They're living it up in the off season. <laughs> how uh, how does she look? How do the girls look? She looks fine. I, I don't I don't the think girls. the kids I don't think the kids were with her. I think they were with their nanny. That's not what I mean. Oh. <laughs> oh, the twins. <laughs> Which oh, she does have twins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They look fine. I, I don't know. Not enough to distract from her face, though. I guess. <laughs> I guess I'm. I wasn't part of the Detroit media at the time, who was just lambasting her over that. <laughs> apparently, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> the other big news, um, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Uh, yeah. 
Not 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 very good. Uh, yeah, that's not very. There's some bad news for Detroit fans because uh, he could have potentially come here. That's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> he just couldn't stay away. So. Calvin Ridley is uh, doing a little gambling on the NFL, which is not very good. He said fifteen hundred dollars total. It, it doesn't. That's matter. what he said. Yeah, in his tweet, he That's said like five blackjack hands. Right, it doesn't. Oh, give me a break, Alex. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, this this makes no sense to me. I don't understand. He placed three bets, three parlays, um, where the Falcons. He had the Falcons winning in them, so it's not like he was betting against his team. But he was away from the team at the time. But I don't understand why he. Like he was away from the team, and all of a sudden he has the urge to gamble when he knows he can't do it <laughs> ever usually. I just you got to be smarter than that. I don't care if it was a dollar. I I don't I I don't. I I you're in the league. You can't bet on the league that you're in. You're not only crazy, you're dumb. The- it, it's the equivalent of insider trading, but it's not just that. I mean, it's look. I get he doesn't know the outcome of the game, so maybe it's not exactly like insider trading. Well, but the, it's it's it has ramifications of of, of a lack of integrity or a, yeah, a lack of transparency. Like, is it really fair? Some people are betting thousands and thousands of dollars on this. We have NFL players doing that too. He has friends in the NFL. He has connections in the NFL. Who knows? It, it's you, you just can't do it. Well, you can't do it. Hasn't you heard the name Pete Rose before? Yeah, exactly. Well, of like, course. The, the Black Sox. One, the one thing the NFL is consistent on in terms of their punishments is gambling on yeah. NFL games, players gambling on NFL games, and they're not going to allow it. And for you to do this is just stupid from a career standpoint. Like, why would you even think of doing this? It's because dumb. you and know that you're going to get. He you're, knew it was wrong. Well, yeah, yeah. And. And also, the NFL is—they're going to do this to like keep their integrity, I guess. You know, as a Lions fan, I still think the games are fixed, but you know, the NFL wants to make sure that that's not—you know—gambling is the cause of that. Did you just say you you think the games are fixed? Yeah. You you honestly? Well, think the that? Lions are fixed to be bad. I should say. You really forever, think that? forever. How? Who, who's fixing them? Like, well, it's just like the Lions are going to be bad, and that's okay, and everyone's okay with that. Do you, do you honestly think games are fixed? Like, there's some stuff going on that we don't know about. That's like there's some interesting storylines if you think about it. Can, can we get the can we get the newspaper hats here? Yeah, soon? yeah. or yeah, whatever. The tinfoil, tinfoil cats, yeah, the tinfoil caps. Like, look, please, just look, Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay immediately, wins the Super Bowl. L.A. has a new team with not a big fan base. They win a Super Bowl off a questionable trade from Brad Holmes. Shadow organization. <laughs> And a new star quarterback. Got room. <laughs> Man, Zach, I didn't know you were like this. No, this kidding. is crazy. I, really, I didn't think that. But <laughs> I don't know, Zach. You're con- now you're starting to convince me. I'm just saying, if the Raiders win the Super Bowl next year, we need to we need to start panicking. So <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, the Raiders. Okay, but I mean, is is it just the NFLers or all sports? I mean, I, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back and date myself a little bit. Back in 2004, which is super old, I know. But you remember uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins? Okay, let's go to the NHL for a second. Yeah. They were going to leave. Like, their their franchise was, like, in the toilet. And all of a sudden, there's a big lockout, and the generational star of generational stars is coming out, Sidney Crosby, and no one played. And so they had a lottery. And guess who won the lottery? The Penguins won the lottery. And sure enough, they get Crosby, and they're back as one of the premier franchises. This is what franchises. I'm talking about. Is that the type of thing? It's all fixed. Uh, Fuck your life! <laughs> like Cleveland getting LeBron. There's a huge story behind that. Yeah, they just happened to be the first pick when uh, LeBron was coming out. There's, yeah, There's a good point here. Yeah. I think college is more fixed than anything. Well, the, I mean, you can't say that. What? Coach K, did you watch Coach K? Those the Duke are students. game? 
<laughs> okay, yeah, I get it. There's student student athletes. <laughs> Did you watch the Duke game? Duke, North Carolina, no, Coach I, K's final game. $5,000 for the cheapest ticket? Yeah, and they lost. Give me a break, they got, Not only that, they got killed in like the last in the second half. <laughs> I wouldn't pay... I wouldn't pay... I wouldn't pay a hundred dollars to go to that game. Maybe I just oh, don't care. Well, if, if it was Tom, who, who care? Uh, well, okay, but okay, if Tom it, Izzo. If it was Tom Izzo's last game, I don't think I'd pay five thousand. Tom but, Izzo is not Coach K. No, but he's similar in terms of like status to the school. I'm would not going to compare, you know, would, championships or anything like that. Right would now, you drop a thousand on a ticket to see Tom Izzo? If I could get game? good seats, I would. Alex, what about you? I would try very hard to get tickets. Okay. You guys know what about like, two? What about five thousand? I I don't know if I would feel comfortable paying that much, but I would definitely try very hard to get tickets. I would need some kind of income before I started paying that kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the coach isn't actually out there playing, right? Just sure. Okay. Okay. You can watch him on TV for free. That's oh, true. that is true. That's yeah. True. So I mean, that's a lot cheaper than five thousand dollars. That's just true. like the Super Bowl. I I never understood that. I don't get that either. You know, you have all your snacks, which are just grocery store price instead of, you know, whatever. And you have your own bathroom. Big screen TV. You get to see replays. You can rewind. You can pause it. There's nothing better than a $12 beer. I mean. (laughs) Going to the game. special. I think it's a nice change of pace sometimes. I don't think it's worth $5,000. But sometimes it's nice to go to a Wings game or like uh, some, you know. From time to time it is. Yeah. It definitely is better to watch. You get more. Out of watching TV in terms of experiencing the game. Yes. A, what sporting event do you like going to the most? Ooh, that's a good question. That's a great question. I'll jump in. I'll jump in. So I mean, I've been to a, I've been to a Red Wings playoff game. That was unbelievable. There's just, just yeah. the level of excitement in that building, and it was at Joe Lewis, obviously, because they haven't got any of the playoffs since. But <laughs> but no, that's, that was that was so. That they're was rebuilding. Probably, that's probably my favorite like specific event. But of the events that I've been to, just like a general event. I really like Tigers games, and it's just it's that relaxed atmosphere. It's the summertime; you can sort of pay attention, but you don't have to. You can walk around the park. It's 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 the most relaxed, I would say. And I and I if I'm at a game, I kind of like that. Yeah, I I understand that. That's that's number two for me, but I think it's hockey by a mile for me. Yeah. I mean, it, it is always going to be hockey, and I understand that's probably my favorite. Well, I was going to say that's probably my favorite sport to watch, but I I like watching. I might like watching football more than hockey now. I don't know. They're, those I, are neck and neck for me because I I can't miss a Lions game. I can't miss a. I, I I'm, if I'm watching the playoffs in the NFL, I can't miss a game. But, I I was hooked this year, but I don't care to go to the games. I'd rather watch a football game on TV. It's a way better. Exp- I've been to I've been to a few Lions games. I, I, you can't pay attention. I agree. Totally. Hockey's exciting. Yeah. Hockey's fun to go to. It's an experience. You know. Yeah. I agree. It's a small, I, it's a much smaller surface, so you can see yeah. everything. You can see both ends real easily. I mean, the one time I went to a Lions yes. game, I was in the end zone, and if they were coming this way, okay. But half the game or more, it was you couldn't see what the heck was happening. Yeah. What What about you guys? I agree. Hockey's my favorite by far, because just because it's nonstop action, and yeah. so you're when you're paying attention, there's something happening. Football, there are way too many stoppages. I hate being in the stadium, sitting in my seat for the you know 45 seconds in between each play that they don't do anything where I'm supposed to what watch the scoreboard or watch the cheerleaders dance around like that's not nearly exciting where at home you know you can check your phone you can go get a snack you can go to the bathroom whatever you can you know kind of it's okay to lose your attention in between plays unless um, it's unless it's noon uh, on a Saturday in East Lansing and that's a little different what at the game sure yeah I mean if you go into like a Spartans game like you know Five years ago. As a student, as a student, yeah, I liked sure. going. As yeah. a graduate, I don't 
find it as enjoyable. I get it. I'd still I'd rather watch on TV. I get it. I agree with football 100. percent Yeah, definitely not listen to George. Um, <laughs> I would have to agree with you. I, well, I, I think we're a little biased too because when we were growing up, the Red Wings were so good, and like going to those games was so much fun I'm because they were so as, good. I'm, I'm trying to put that as, that bias aside just from like a, a pure enjoyment uh, case. But my my favorite game I've ever went to is a Red Wings playoff game. It was against yeah. the Blackhawks. It yeah. was like they were in the. Uh, it was the finals against the Blackhawks or something like that. And yeah, that was awesome. yeah, that was that was a, just a great experience. Yeah, yeah, you know, never forget it. Yeah, yeah, well, I get we it. we also don't really have anything else to compare it to like what the Pistons. You know, they're going to work <laughs> Pistons. What else do we have? We have nothing. So well, you've I mean, seen basketball games in person. You know, you, you've seen basketball games in person. Yeah, you yeah. know what it's like. And think about you think about like a like a really exciting basketball game. Like like you go to I don't know Florida or the Lakers or something. And you see a really exciting game. Is that going to be better than a really exciting hockey game, playoff game? I don't think so. I don't think I'd rather see the hockey game. And yeah, maybe maybe just because I'm biased, but that's why I'm asking. The question. I mean, the everyone's thing, biased about everything. The thing the NBA has, I think they have more star power in terms of like everyone knows who LeBron James is. Yeah, because you know? they're bigger nationwide. But if or Steph Curry, but if like if I went to a game, it wouldn't be exciting for the game. I'd be going there to see Steph Curry. I'm not right. going. I'm not going to watch the game. Well, I mean, also in the NBA, what you have seven or eight players that play the whole game. Basically, so that's yeah. why they have that star power. Yeah, you know, yeah. one player plays them, you know, 30, 40 minutes sometimes. So yeah, yeah it, it makes sense. But yeah, no, I, I would agree. Basketball, it's it's about the individuals, and that's worked for the NBA. Yeah. Um, speaking of 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 hockey, uh, we do have Alex here. Alex is a, a a bigger hockey buff in terms of minor leagues, prospects, players, following all of that than than any of us probably combined. So. I do want to spend a little a bit. Combined, I, I do want to spend a little bit on on the Red Wings here, and you know we'll get to um, International Women's Day here in a bit. But I do want to spend some time on on the Red Wings and, and what's happening. They're playing right now, so everyone listening, by the way, Who congrats! Wants a score? Congrats if they won, or I'm sorry they lost. But uh, yeah, we're gonna be talking a little Red Wings. What's the partial score tonight? It's 8.24 for those of you listening. Not good. <laughs> We're uh, down 2 to 1. No. Down 2 to 1? 3 to 1. Yeah. Oh! Oh, mine hasn't updated. Wow. The slide continues. And uh, they're playing the the ever-powerful uh, Arizona Coyotes tonight. <laughs> <laughs> What's the record? With Clayton Keller going nuts. And everything. I don't know if Clayton Keller signed anything. Well, the Coyotes, I don't have, I don't have 16, 35, and 4. Aren't they, I think they're like in second to last or something like oh, that. Oh, God. Alex. That, that, no, no, that's good at this point. Wings aren't making the playoffs. We need those teams to start beating us. They can pass us. So are they going to be sellers at the deadline? They should be. They do you think they're be. going to the be? Problem, well, who are they trading? I don't know. I don't think they're going to do anything. I, well, I think I think they have a great team. I, th- I really do. I think they just build a little more maturity, and they're going to be really good. Seriously. Their defense needs a little work. Well, their I defense love... is getting some work. Well, okay. So, C- Cider has become, like, my favorite player on oh, the yeah. team. I, 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 I mean, Raymond's fun, too, but Cider, he is awesome. He is just so good, and he's so cool and smooth. All, all Everything he does out there, is, it's, it's amazing, really, that someone that young. I mean, you see hotshot rookies come in that are forwards that can score and put up points. And Raymond's doing a good job this year with that, but you don't see twenty-year-old defensemen come in and do the things that Cider is doing. Yeah, it's rare. So I'm, I'm. He's got a really bright future ahead of him. I'm looking forward to seeing. He's already by far their best defenseman. What was that stat they put? Did you? Did I miss this about 
uh, Lidstrom and him had very similar stats. Yeah, I think Lidstrom put up more points. But like, no, it was like how many points? Like in the first number of games that he oh, played, or something like that. He, I, I, well, I mean, I so thought I, it was, I thought it was something that it was like the same thing Lidstrom did. And I'm not saying he's the next Lidstrom, but I, I'm just kind of a cool stat. Well, he, I saw that on their Instagram page. He's I different think. than Lidstrom. He's more, he's more of like a Darian Hatcher. Yeah, that, I mean, he's he's got physicality to him. He, he can, I mean, maybe Hatcher's a bad example, but because when he was here, he didn't do that well. But no. he was good for a while. But no, I mean, Cider, I never, I don't think I ever saw Lidstrom hit anybody, and he wasn't a big physical guy. At the same but it doesn't time, matter. He was smart. He was the smartest guy on the ice by far. Yeah. Well, he and and yeah, he knew where to be. And the positioning and that that smartness, I think, is kind of similar between the two of them. Cider is bigger. I think they're similar skaters to yeah. an extent. Um, they're both good defenders, but um, Lidstrom had more of an offensive mind than Sider does. Mm-hmm. Although he's shown pretty well this year as far as offensive, but um, I don't I don't know what stat you're talking about. What I do know is that I'll he try has, to find it. He it has matter. the the longest point streak for a rookie defenseman, or I think it was a rookie defenseman, and he he's up to like eight or nine games right now currently. So I don't I don't think he has a point tonight, but um, it's it's really impressive. Uh, as far as the wings go, I still think they need more help up front if they're going to be like a legitimately good good team. Yeah, their defense is looking pretty good though. As far as I'm moving forward, because they've got a couple hot shot prospects coming up too. Edvinson, I don't know if you anyone knows Simon Simon Edvinson. That was their sixth overall pick this past year. He's doing things over in Sweden that people are just absolutely raving about. Six six. He's a better skater than Cider is, and he catches on to everything very, very quickly. Um, like same guy who coached Rasmus Dahlin. I'm getting into the weeds here, so stop <laughs> me anytime. Because I <laughs> Rasmus Dahlin was the first pick in 2018, Swedish kid. Um, and he was the first pick for a reason. Everyone loved him. And the same coach is coaching Edvinson, who says Edvinson's better at the really? same age. Yep. So, so let me, it's let me... exciting. But, yeah, they don't have... I don't know who their best forward pros Bergeron probably in, in Grand Rapids, but he's not like a superstar. Let me ask you this, Alex. Do you trust their prospects right now uh, to bring them to the playoffs and playoff success? Or are they going to have to start making some moves? They have to make moves, in my opinion. Okay. Well, I mean, it, it's it's going to depend because they have this draft coming up this year. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what they can do at it. So you want them to lose. You, you, you I, want them to lose at yeah, this point. Yeah. I Which mean, sucks because... I I hate watching hockey and rooting for the Wings to lose. I don't. I just don't watch. I've cared I really just less about it this year, though. Like what, do you, the, what do you mean? The past couple years, when I felt like their their cupboard was bare, their prospect cupboard was bare. Yeah. I felt like they really needed to lose. Yeah. And then they get screwed over in the draft lottery. We all know that. But at oh, the yeah. same time, Zach, right? Absolutely. Look, yeah. look at look at the picks they got. They actually probably got the best players. So they got screwed over, and then the Iser plan. The Iser plan came through anyway. So Cider and Raymond. There isn't anyone better from those drafts yet, besides those two. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I I think they need some more forward prospects, or they need to tr- make a trade to get somebody. They need a center, in my opinion. Larkin is having a good season. I still think that he might be better suited as a second line. Center. He's. I think he's probably like a mid-level first line center, maybe like top twenty first line center in the yeah. league. But he's he'd be a top five second line center. If they can get somebody who's like a top ten first line center, they'd have a top five second line. That would be that'd be really something. And as far as forwards go, Verona's back tonight and he doesn't have a point yet, but it's just the first intermission, so yeah. 
Who knows? Who knows? But they, yeah, they still need some more forwards, in my opinion. Do you, do you have do you a time frame? Cider has Sorry, a shot Alex. at Rookie of the Year. I think not only is, does he have a shot, he should be. I I don't think that you can make an argument for anyone else, to be honest, at this point. Um, just seeing what he's doing, he's he's almost got the rookie lead in points anyway as a defenseman, and, and it's and that's even not even the most impressive thing about him in my opinion. It's his defense and his poise back in the defensive zone, the little plays that he makes where he draws forwards into him and makes the smart pass. Um, and it's not just dumping the puck out either. He doesn't panic and get rid of the puck. He waits, lets people come to him. He draws two, t- two, three forwards to him sometimes and makes the smart pass. He doesn't just panic and get rid of it. It's very impressive. Um, yeah, so- I should have I should have phrased the question a little different because he is the odds-on favorite right now. Okay, but I know that Zegras has been catching up as the season has gone on, and the league probably tends to favor forwards for that. Yeah, uh, and and Zegers is good, and and it's funny because they're in the same draft, right? So people were always, you know, kind of comparing the two of them. Which one should the Wings have drafted? I think Zegers went ninth when Cider went sixth. But uh, no, I'm I'm very happy with Cider and Zegers. He's showier. He's had more of those moments. He had that Michigan, that Mike Leg Michigan goal where he scoops it up and wraps it around on a stick. He had the flip assist to Sonny Milano. So Zegers yeah. has had more like highlight real moments but i mean um, I, if have, you're if you're voting for the calder you can't vote on highlight real moments in my opinion have, have you guys seen this you'll do the intro right you do the you intro do i'm just a guest he's the host the mojo show it's your show today it's called the mojo show there's no lucas in there i'm the only one yeah that's why you do the intro that's why otherwise it's just whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> they're do they do a show together I haven't oh. seen it. I've, I've I've heard I've heard that they do it, but I've never watched it. <laughs> the Mojo Show. Give it a minute. It, it's, it's Mo it's, Cider and Joe Valeno. Yeah, they do an episode every so often. But yeah, Hi it's, everyone, this is the Mojo Show with your host Mo and a special guest Lucas today because uh, Joe can't be here. So I'm very happy to introduce you guys to Lucas. Thanks for having me. Of course. He's of course. he's so sarcastic. If you and I then become. Hockey players, mm. where are we now? <clears throat> I think we both would be soccer players. Maybe. Soccer players? Yeah, I think so. In the German league? In the German soccer yeah. league. Bundesliga? Ooh! <laughs> Maybe basketball players? Maybe not got the height, but yeah, I could see you as a, as a power forward. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm pushing. Yeah, you, you're pushing. I'm pushing. Yeah, you're pushing. Getting his glove up into the face of it's so funny if you to it. probably something sports. What do you think? Uh, I would definitely not say uh, in the TikTok industry. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I think a lot of people were really hoping for that. Yeah, no. I think we can just say that out straight. That ain't happening. No. <laughs> yeah, but what do you guys think? He's so awkward, but he's funny. <laughs> I think he's doing that intentionally a little oh, bit. Oh, I know too. he is. Yeah. It's it's part of his personality. It's yeah, a bit. One of the things I like about him is he's got the same hair as I do. So, <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, he does not. Don't think that for a second. He has great hair. <laughs> what do you say about my hair? You have good hair. You have good hair. Well, thank you. He's got pretty good hair. You got a good beard going on there. Yeah, I know. I, I we'll see how long it lasts. It's getting itchy. I don't know. <laughs> Time to go. All right. Um, before we uh, move on too much from the sports world, we we can't 
go away without mentioning Michigan, Michigan State basketball. And I know, I know, it's not going to be You've something been you want to talk about. Um, oh, man. I got embarrassed after last episode. That was bad. Yeah. Yeah. I I picked the Spartans to to win. And, yeah. Oh, was, I had them. Well, I had them covering, but they still lost. They lost big. So, <laughs> yeah. What was the final score? Oh, this is Michigan, Michigan State. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, I have to look it up. It, it was, was bad. To... It was bad. I, I find it so funny that our group chat talks about the basketball game, and then about ten minutes into the game, it's just radio silence. Nobody says a word. And yeah, you guys are just yeah, you know, pretty. It uh, was seventy to eighty-seven, Michigan. Seventy to eighty-seven. It was. I uh, turned it off. I couldn't watch it. I'm sorry to hear that, Alex. Are you doing okay? Well, I couldn't watch this team in general. This team in general is just anyway. So we can talk well, about I think both fan bases no, are I mean, kind of frustrated right now. <laughs> well, wait a second. This is this is the the show before um, you know the, the conference uh, tournaments, and, yeah. and we had that coming up this weekend. It's, what what do you guys do? You guys, did you guys change your opinion of U of M basketball at all? Or I mean, are they making the tournament, or is yeah. it still up in the air? I think they're both making the tournament. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. think they. I think Agreed. they both are. Okay. Do you guys have a change of opinion, or, or or do you guys from last week's show to now? Has anything changed, or are you still kind of standing your ground on on how you think both teams are going to fare? I think that they'll both need some some uh, bracket luck to make it out of the first weekend. Both of them. Yeah, I well, both these teams are consistently inconsistent. Like I'm looking, I'm looking at Michigan. They blow out. Um, they blow out MSU. Oh, hold on, let me go. I think they, they go game. win loss win loss yeah. win loss. So they'll they'll win they'll they'll make it into the second game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <What>? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll either lose on the first game or uh, win in the second. Or anyway, yeah. But yeah, both of these teams go win loss win loss, and I I don't watch Michigan as much, but they seem like a very shoot heavy like a you know long what what is the jump shot like a long three point they yeah. live and die by the three pointer, but um I think the what one is a thing- three pointer called. I know. I'm sorry. Are you okay, Zach? I don't think my brain's working today. Yeah, what's going on? Did you How many? Yeah, How did many you need some coffee? Pills did you take? Probably a little more. <laughs> what's going on? You're like can falling you, asleep. Can give you uh, what? Thirty grams or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Caffeine powder. I got a snorted or something. I don't know. Uh, get you going for a little while. <laughs> but uh, U of M has this one player. Their their point guard Jones has really turned it on at least since the Michigan State game and into uh, the Ohio State game. And I feel like he's their difference maker because Caleb Houston's been really inconsistent for them. And you guys, they know what they have with Hunter Dickinson, but it's easy to let him do his thing and kind of play around him. I think if they get another player like Jones to really start to go, I think they have more potential than Michigan State. I think it's impressive that they won that game against Ohio State without Dickinson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was, I couldn't believe that they I won mean, that at was, all. I know that was. I, and I'm not. I don't follow college basketball that closely, yeah. but I, I do follow Michigan a little bit as far as that goes. And that was that was something else. It was something else. Yeah, and 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 for Michigan State, there's the the problem with them is that I think their younger players, like the Jaden Akins, the Max Christies, even the Pierre Brooks, and and all the, the younger players are good. I think that these seniors, the Joey Hausers, the Gabe Browns, and the Marcus Binghams are just they're just not good. I mean, I don't know what Mar- Marcus Bingham was playing amazing in the first month of the year, and now he just hasn't done anything since. And I, I, and none of them are good enough to carry the team, and the freshmen aren't ready to carry the team. So it's kind of like a team lost in limbo where nobody is really ready to do anything. 
So I think it's it, it's kind of a lost year for Michigan State in terms of the recruits that they had who are seniors now didn't work yeah. out all the way. Yeah. So do you guys have a prediction for the uh, for the Big Ten championship coming up? I'm kind of curious to hear what you think. I don't know how much you follow the other teams in the Big Ten, but is there somebody that you really think is just just got in the bag at this point, or is it kind of you know anybody's anybody's championship? I think the Big Ten's tough because they they beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, they, like they nobody. Can. I mean, even Wisconsin won the the championship, but it's like they. They lost some games to Michigan State. I mean, it was a really no conference or no uh, team literally stood out as like your definitive conference champion. Like, yeah. These are the guys. And Purdue has all the talent in the world, but they can't play defense and they can't seem to, you know, win consistently. So I, I don't, it, this is going to be a weird year for uh, the Big Ten in the NCAA tournament, I think. We're going to find yeah. out if the Big Ten's actually that good and that they just beat the shit out of each other or if they're all just kind of mediocre and they all fall out in the first you know, weekend. That's true. I- I'm looking forward to seeing them play against the big guys and see how they fare. You know, They could surprise us. Uh, you know, The tournament, anything can happen. That's the thing. That- that's part of the beauty of it, seriously. Yeah. And I understand that there's those favorites that-, that can go, but I mean, you know, it's-, it's so fun to see those teams that you just did not think of. And all of a sudden, you know, Elite Eight, Final Four, you, you never know. You know, yeah. just yeah, something Sister can happen. Jean running around and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> How's she doing, by the way? I, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure she's dead. No, <laughs> she's not. No, you, no, I don't think so. Don't did you just so. kill her? Uh, well. Yeah, don't say that. You might actually. Well. She might. I mean, I. I she's I, still alive from the I, last thing I, I know. Won't, I won't feel like it's my fault <gasps> if she did. Oh. She's an avid listener, too. Oh, oh I'm, I'm, I apologize, sister. Breaking <laughs> news Loyola Chicago coach Drew Valentine was pumped to have Sister Jean back for March Madness. Oh, she's back, everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. This is unbelievable. Do you, do you remember watching her last year? Did you see, like, she's in some wheelchair and a mask, and you could just see her eyes poking out and the, her crazy hair sticking up up in the box? <laughs> yeah. it, it looked like there was a mannequin sitting up there. 102 <laughs> years old. She's going to be joining them uh, after their Sunday. The Ramblers will be dancing once again after their Sunday win in the Missouri Valley Conference Championship over Drake. Wow. Uh, and the 102-year-old, 102 years old, Sister Jean, will be joining them. And first-year head coach Drew Valentine for Loyola Chicago is very excited in seed. Look at here. is very excited. So wow. he, he's she's back. She's back. Good for her. 102 years old. Wow. I wonder if she's uh, vaccinated against COVID or oh, she if is. she's scared. Oh, is she? Was well, that news? She had, No, she had to be to go to the uh, game last year. Oh, did she go last year? She didn't get yeah. exemptions? No. <laughs> no, I think she was vaccinated. <laughs> I, didn't think, I didn't think that mascots needed to be vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Alex, I'm, I'm curious. Do you, do you have a take on this weekend, or is it kind of anybody's anybody's um, championship? I agree with Zach that it, okay. it's really anybody's championship. I don't really have much of a take. I mean, I would love to see a Wisconsin-Michigan matchup, but that can only happen in the championship game. So. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Well, we'll see Juwan, what happens. Juwan is back on uh, Thursday when they play Indiana. Oh, how's that going to go? Do you think he's going to be first pu- game back? Do you since think the slapping? Do you yeah. think? Do you think he is like slap happy now, and he's going to like really be back and and you know going after people? I think he's going to have to be very tame. Otherwise, what is this? I'm looking at a picture of Sister Jean with with her mask on. Oh my it, god. <laughs> It's, it's, yeah, sorry. It's, very, it's me, very visual. It's it's great for uh, it podcasts. Took, it took me a minute to figure out what I was looking at. I'm sorry. Yeah, it um, kind of looks like uh, 
kind of looks like one of the the puppets from Labyrinth. If you ever have seen that weird movie, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna lose Sister Jean as a listener now, for yeah. sure. That's okay. It, was, it wasn't a long term listenership anyway. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's it. I'm gonna slap you. No, please. I slap you. Uh, I slap you. Oh. I slap, slap, slap you. Uh. Slapping you, slapping you, silly, because you disrespected me. I think that's actual audio of uh. Jawan Howard uh, before he got uh, slapping you know, that Wisconsin. In, in, in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. They, they got some enhanced audio there from one of the guys on the floor. <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Slapper. It's crazy. <laughs> okay. Well, it's going to be fun. We got March Madness coming up. It's madness. It's always madness. And I, I, I can't get enough of March Madness. Hey, brackets, I love it. Brackets start this weekend, don't they? Isn't the selection um, this yeah. week, at the end of this weekend? Yep, they sure do. Election Sunday. Yeah. Oh, boy. Here yeah. we go. Here we go. Are we going to do a little show uh, format for uh, picking the brackets? Little, uh... <laughs> it's so tough to do on the show. Well, I mean, okay. We always do a bracket group every year in our, our friend group, right? Right? Yeah don't, yeah. don't we do that? Is that happening this year? I mean, we'll just compare. We'll go bracket. line by line each pick. Everyone <laughs> say the pick. <laughs> yeah, right. One versus 16. Okay. We'll have our brackets and we'll I be com- the one scene. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be comparing them on the show. Um, but today, March 8th, uh, International Women's Day. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm not being sarcastic one bit. And I, I, it's great. It's great. It's absolutely wonderful. So we have International Women's Day today. So, that begs the question. March is uh, Women's History Month. Oh, it is, is it really? It is. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, top five women of all time. So you can interpret this however you want. I didn't write this prompt. Uh, somebody did in the show sheet. I'm not sure if it was actually Just Alex. international women, right? Um, no. I th- <laughs> oh, oh, I misinterpreted. I think this is referring to women around the world. Oh, okay. So, you know, every single nation celebrating women, which is great. They're without women it, the world would not be the place it is today and not be as wonderful that's for sure 100 percent. so what are your top five women and i'll put you on the spot and I, i'd like to hear from alex, alex for me yeah sure I, I have to go first sure absolutely yeah, you brought it up it was just is this a difficult question for you <laughs> i uh i put it on there because i thought it would be funny to just Throw a prompt out there and see how people interpret You're it. You're sexist. That's horrible. <laughs> That's too bad. <laughs> well, I didn't say how you had to interpret it. Yeah, I, I well, know. How so you how interp- do you interpret it? <laughs> I mean, like what category would you, you pick? You can't put a prompt out there and just expect everyone else to take it. You have to be part of this. You're part of the well, show. Really of, one of five course, deep? Of course. I mean, you could just name top five powerful women or women that have had an effect on history. Sure. You, know, you can think Go of ahead. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Angela Merkel, Michelle Obama, Oprah. I mean, you can go into the into the okay, show but, no, okay, business. Okay, side. you could go into. What about you? Oh no, that that's it. That's that's my list. So right so here. Oprah, Michelle Obama, um, RBD. Did you just Google this list, Alex? <laughs> no, no, I looked I up. I looked up top five women of all time on Google, and it was almost word for word what you just said. Oh, Alex. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm just in. That just means I'm in tune with the experts. I, yeah, I, I swear, see. I did uh, not yeah. have anything. Uh-huh. And then uh, my top, my fifth choice would just. He be, is not uh, doing well with women. Uh, Mar- Margot Robbie, but that's for personal reasons. Oh, 
We can tell you're not overweight. Since Margot Robbie a, is not on this list, so <laughs> we can tell you're not overweight since Michelle Obama was on that list. She hates fat people, so that's true. Even though, even though, uh, even though there were plenty of uh, tabloid stories about her packing on the pounds, and well, um, Dr. Gabe Merkin, and uh, you know, talking about you know how she's digging a grave with a knife and fork. I'm not saying that. That's what doctors who have not treated her are saying. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but there were plenty of stories in, in the Inquirer and the New York Post. This is a good Austin. one. This is a good one. Amelia Earhart, influential for disappearing in an airplane sure. in her in her attempt to cross. She, she didn't disappear. She was captured. Is that is that true? Yeah. I, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's fact. Sure. Yeah. Most likely. Oh, most likely. Well, wait, See, you know, you she know, was captured. Was she not? I, I know you, she disappeared. You but... know they found her bones, right? No, they didn't find her bones, did they? Yeah, no, they found, okay, they found bones, they assumed they were hers, and they used, like, photo technology, and then based on, like, descriptions of what she photo looked like. technology. Or, you know, they had photos, so they had good descriptions of what she looked like, and they they are presuming they are her bones. This was, like, a year or two, three years, you know. Whatever. I'm not yeah, sure they, if I'm buying this. I think she's still alive. They were Max, captured. Google it. Still alive? <laughs> Wouldn't she be, in, like, yeah, she's, she's alive. born in 1887. She's, she's, that's like saying Hitler's still alive in She's Athens. hanging out with Hitler and Pac right now, huh? <laughs> yeah, down in South America somewhere. Yeah, Hitler's still in Argentina. Did you see that picture of him, like, a few years ago? He's there. <laughs> with Walt Disney, too? Yeah. Oh, no, he's frozen. That's different. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but, no, I, I thought Ur- – very like, different. Amelia Earhart was captured by the Japanese, and, and like the U.S. government covered it up. It no, is what? a theory. It's on Wikipedia. Can you give me my tinfoil hat, please? I'm going to start calling you Zach. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> well, it's even a little too crazy for me. I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> my my mother my, is always number See, one. See, I was going to say this I, from the have, beginning. I mean, it, no, you it's You cannot true, say though. your mom. You can't. Because it's a given? Because it's yes, a given. It's a given. Next. Okay. I don't think you should have said that. Why? What do you mean? Well, okay. Okay, I don't know. I'm just well, no. I, the thing, the thing about saying your mom is everybody should say it, and oh. everybody will say it. Oh, so. my wonderful girlfriend Marta is number Thank two. You. That's well, sure. See, no, number that doesn't two. count either. I, my <laughs> mom is my mom. <laughs> they have to be. They have that, to be. Okay, listen. I'm not going to start. I'm not going down this road. I'm no. not going down this I, road. Yeah. See, new this this topic. Uh, it could create some problems. So <laughs> I'm going to bow out on this. One. <laughs> This is the. I think I love. I love. I love my mom. I love my mom. Top five in no and particular order. <laughs> I love my mother. I love Martha. It's it's great. It's it's wonderful. <laughs> what about oh, ants? Don't you have any ants? Oh yeah, my uh, absolutely. They I, have to I, be honestly, notable. I, That's what I'm saying. They have to be notable so outside not, of your life. Outside of my life, they have to be notable. Like if Rosa Parks is your mom, fine. That's perfect. But otherwise, you can't mention your mom. I mean, if you're dating, I don't know, what is this, Edith, Edith Cohen? Well, she's really dead, but <laughs> <laughs> then it counts, you know? But it has, <laughs> she died in 1932 for people who were <laughs> actually wondering. I don't even know who Edith Cohen is. I don't know either. There was Catherine the Great. Um, she, <laughs> she was alive in the 1700s, but she apparently changed the world. I don't know much about her. <laughs> There's Margaret Thatcher's favorite quote, let them eat cake, of course, right? That was Margaret Thatcher. Jane Austen, um, she passed. Some people hate Margaret Thatcher. I thought Margaret Thatcher was like one of the worst people in history. No, I, I, yeah. (laughs) Jane Austen, she passed in 1817. (laughs) That's hilarious. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But she did change the world. By the way, uh, just... Circling back really quick, uh, Amelia Earhart, 
there, there uh, it says Amelia Earhart. This is the L.A. Times, by the way. Oh, Amelia Earhart found great for science, but sad news for mystery buffs. This is 2018. Okay. March, actually, March 9th of 2018, which is almost exactly four years ago today. Wow, no kidding. Isn't that something? It's yeah. the anniversary of this article. Wow. Let's celebrate. <laughs> well, I, I don't think this topic's going to get much where, but uh, happy <laughs> International Women's Day to, to women around the world. Uh, there's Seriously. Too, there's too many great women to name, in all, in all seriousness. Oh, yeah. There, there yeah. really are. Oh, my God. I, I, and you know what? Honestly, uh, there's a lot that probably don't get the publicity they deserve. That's true. 100% true. 100% true. Like Max's mom. 100%. 100%. Or, or Kelly Stafford. And your mother. Or Kelly, Kelly Stafford. Stafford. Or Aaron. No, Kelly Stafford's like Aaron. the opposite. Of she course. gets too much. Marta, Becca, Anna, all of them. I mean, you're Wendy. Really. Wendy. Oh. <laughs> There's, there, there are too many to name, and we, we, could spend the, we could spend a whole show doing it. Maybe we will someday. Um, but we're going to move on to Governor Whitmer being um, <laughs> Speaking almost of great kidnapped. Women. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, Governor Whitmer. Governor Whitmer. Yes. So, so here's here's the headline. I mean, this is this is not me. And you know, somebody taking news. That's a good segue. Somebody news. taking news in all forms. I I do not discriminate news. I read everything, every side, everything. The headline for the Governor Whitmer kidnapping case: the all white jury picked in the oh! Whitmer kidnap trial. Quote: This is not about politics. <gasps> Can you believe that? After nearly nine hours of questioning, an all-white jury was seated in Grand Rapids on Tuesday. Oh, Alex, Alex, Alex is Grand Rapids resident. We, we need your comment. Uh, seated in Grand... Actually... What? Why is no, Grand Rapids uh, racist is the question. Of course. Yeah, why is Grand just, Rapids racist? Go. Why no, are you... Just quickly. So my office is across the street from the courthouse. Oh! And... Whoa, okay, wow. I, I drove That's out close. of the parking garage today, and there were news vans just parked all up and down the road. I had no idea what was going on until I got home and saw the headline. Um, Did you get confused for the one person who is accused of uh, performing this plot? Uh, No, I got confused for a jury member. Are you serious? No. No. <laughs> Because you, well, like yeah, you, you look like all of them. <laughs> yeah, um, Daniel Harris is his name. Oh, Daniel Harris. Yeah, I know what Daniel Harris, but this, this is not that Daniel Why, Harris. Can I say one thing about these four guys? All of them look like their nose is broken. Like, every single one of them, their nose is crooked. I'm sure they've been in fights. Yeah, but look at them. Yeah, I know. They're I'm, probably they, all an underground fight club. <laughs> they've together. been in fights. The guy's ears on the right are, 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 are like, sagging. And the guys on the top left are too high. They're pointed. Nine, your ears hang low. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Nine <laughs> hours of questioning in all-white jury was seated in Grand Rapids on Tuesday in the high-profile trial of four militia members charged with plotting to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer out of anger over her pandemic orders. Among the jurors who will decide their fate are a Michigan State fan who works as a tool and die engineer, a stay-at-home mom, and a school employee who works with young children. The jury is made up of 11 women and 7 men, though only 12 will decide the case with the remaining as alternates. It has not been disclosed who is on the alternate panel. Um, do you consider Grand Rapids a racist city, Alex, as a resident? No, no, that's a silly question. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we saw the it's headline. A very, it's a pretty white city. I'll, I'll admit that. Okay. Well, I mean, you guys, I, you guys will have to educate me because I'm not, I'm not a lawyer. But, um, the the juror or the defendant picks out the jury, right? 
Isn't that how it works? No. Or no. they help in the selection? They can they can input in in and tell them to go away or whatever. They can provide input if they don't want. I think there's a Alex, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe there's like a number that they have where they can like deselect like three people or something if if they choose to. Is it limited? I thought it was limited by that. You're the one that just took the bar. <laughs> I know, but we didn't do much void where void dare process for the bar exam. Jury selection. Excuse yeah. me. I, I'm pretty sure it's three. That sounds right. Um, don't quote me. Don't quote <laughs> me. But that sounds right. But yeah, each the prosecution and the defense each get to uh, uh, exclude three jurors without any questions. But I mean, they can kick a lot of jurors out for for cause um, yeah. for various reasons. I mean, it's all ulti- go through it. It's ultimately up to the judge. Um, but I did want to play a game while we're talking about voir dire, and I can't pronounce it either. I know. I always voir dire. It's the jury selection in, process. In this article, they give a bunch of reasons why people were not selected for the jury. Okay. So I want to play a game called crazy or just pretending because it's a very common trope that people will say whatever they can to get off jury duty. So I want to go through some of these reasons and have you guys guess whether they're serious or whether they just said it to get off of jury duty. All right, let's hear it. Are you guys interested? Yeah, let's hear it. All right, let me see if I can find the paragraph in the article. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to our new segment on the Cutting Out Early podcast. (laughs) Called Crazy crazy or Just Pretending. Or Just Pretending. (laughs) Woo-hoo! So the article here says, You're not- As legal experts predicted, those with staunch views or strong political leanings were bumped off the panel, including a man who said this, I'm not a big Whitmer fan. I don't like her. Do you think he knew what he was doing, or do you think he actually is not a fan? Not saying that he's crazy for saying that. But... <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> what is this title that you're choosing? <laughs> so we're, we're trying to figure out if he made it up or not. Well, yes. There's but, there's going to be more that but, are a little bit more but off there's the no rails, answer, but we this don't is the know. first one. Just, okay. Can you repeat the quote one more time, please? Sure. I'm not a big Whitmer fan. I don't like her. Very direct. I, I think he's trying to get off. I mean, she's a goofus. He's probably he's probably telling the truth, but I think he said that very intentionally. Yeah, yes. I, I I think he's telling the truth. There's plenty of people who are not Whitmer fans. I don't think that's a very rare take. Especially okay. in the well, very the red Grand Rapids. That's true. Yeah, that's Ooh. true. Grand, yeah, Kent County's blue, but well, the west side of the state is red. Maybe um, you guys will another, another guy said he didn't trust the government. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably a little crazy. I can't lie. Yeah, I, I think he's a little more crazy than the first guy. But he, he probably also believes it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, I think there's plenty of people around that don't trust the government. Especially after the past two years. Mm. Yeah, maybe so. All right, how about a woman who says two things? She says the news has tainted her and that she's not a fan of the governor. <laughs> she wanted to get off. Oh, she she was just she was just saying that to get off. One hundred percent. The news has tainted her. She she was just using buzzwords and trying to get off. She I she agree. didn't believe that. She's she's like, oh, this will get me off. Yeah, I think bring up the news. Say I've watched, I've been watching news, and it's yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you don't want to be on the jury. She's she's pretending. It was on yeah, TV, Dangus. Why didn't you watch? It? <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about a man who studied terrorism and favored law enforcement? Wait, what? That's uh, that. Sadly, that's probably real. <laughs> I don't think 
that if you're just saying something, that you'd go all the way to terrorism. <laughs> he fa- he studies terrorism and he favors law enforcement. Yeah, I'd love to know what question from the prosecutor or defendant led to that answer. <laughs> what did you study in school, sir? I studied terrorism. Oh <laughs> I mean, he should be on a watch list now, I hope, if nothing else. <laughs> I think he's just crazy. I-, I think that guy is just crazy. Yeah, I don't think he's trying to get off the job. I agree! He's legit. <laughs> All right. Down here, we, it says, more than 40 people were dismissed from the jury pool, including a Rush Limbaugh fan. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that's his descriptor. I don't but, I don't even know how that's relevant. Yeah, wait a second. Speaking of which, thoughts and prayers. Yeah, he's, he passed away. Oh. Even though some people will say that's the best thing that ever happened in the world, which is crazy. But anyway. Yeah. Oh, they got him off the jury. Okay. All right. How about a man who supports gun rights but believes regulations and background checks are needed? <laughs> wait. You mean like a lot of people in this country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like the next Ken Bone, kind of undecided. He's gonna ask. He, he's gonna ask Biden a question at the next debate. I support gun rights, but believe they should be regulated. What are your thoughts? Do we know if he had a red sweater vest on? Yeah. yeah. So a man with a very reasonable take. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I don't think that comment was really relevant in the decision to not have him. I think they maybe just ran out of room. It, it sounded like he wanted to be on the jury. Yeah. <laughs> Disappointed, like, oh, I was kind of looking forward to it, you know? (laughs) All right, we got two more. There were several people removed who owned guns and were staunch supporters of the Second Amendment. Why is this a problem? Why is that a problem? Yeah. So if you support the Second Amendment, oh, nope, you're done. Yeah, yeah. You're biased. If you support the Second Amendment, then you're for kidnapping the governor and putting her in the middle of Lake Michigan. You can't can't be trusted if you support the Second Amendment. Oh, no way. Is that in the Bill of Rights? (gasps) Oh, Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. You're done. How about others who expressed concern about the spread of COVID? Nice. <laughs> I don't want to be the... vaccinated. Yes, sir. I don't want to be in the jury. I'm worried about COVID. <laughs> but how ridiculous that sounds now. Oh boy. Uh, okay. I mean, uh, I, I would need to hear the context of that to know if they're trying to get off or not. I, I have I, a feeling that's their crunch. I, I think. Have a- that they're trying to get off. Come on, they're trying those, to get those off. Are the, those are the type of people that have probably been working from home for a couple years now, and they don't want to have to leave. Yeah, and I might fall into that category. <laughs> I think the question might have been: Is there any reason you cannot serve on this jury? Well, uh, COVID. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exa- oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just really worried. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Nope. Okay. And that's it. That ends our segment. Those nice. are all reasons people gave. <laughs> well, thank you. Oh, that was pretty good. I like that. <laughs> We're going to remember that bit. I like that. Oh, boy. All right. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate it. Um, Catch that's a great. Tune there. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did a whole podcast with that bet in. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, we'll skyrocket into the charts. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? Yeah, very fitting. The whole whole thing is exciting. Just just get off a jury by saying, I I would be the best juror. I can tell if somebody's guilty just by looking at them. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Never have a chance. (laughs) You'll be all set. No problem at all. (laughs) Um, By the way, are are you guys excited for the uh, refunds you're getting for your insurance? Oh, yeah. I heard about this. You don't sound very excited. Well, I don't think I'm getting it. Right, do, you, do you have a car registered in your name? No. Oh, well, too bad. 
Um, well, for those of you who do have vehicles, uh, you'll be getting $400 checks in the mail or in your bank account from your insurance company uh, if they Ooh. actually distribute it, uh, which they have to by law. So pretty exciting, right? I mean, yeah. And that is it. Four hundred for everyone, even if 400, I say I have one car in my name versus somebody like you who has three cars in their name. Uh, four hundred per vehicle. Oh, four hundred per vehicle. So I bet you're really excited. <laughs> <laughs> four hundred per vehicle if they were registered on October thirty first in the state of Mich- in the state of Michigan. If if you're registered as a historic vehicle with the state of Michigan, it's only eighty dollars per vehicle. Oh, so you, so one of those cars is only. Oh, well, they're they're all registered as regular vehicles. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I heard you, I heard you uh, switch it over on October 30th. No, it's been, it's been like that forever. <laughs> so that's it. The reason it's a news story today is because um, today, I think today was the day when the MCAA, the um, Michigan, what is it? The Michigan Catastrophic Claims Association are transferring a surplus of $3 billion to Michigan auto insurers. So that's happening today, and the auto insurers have 60 days to send their uh, policyholders $400 per vehicle. What is the point of the refund? It's it's because there's some surplus in the in the fund. In uh, like the Michigan Catastrophic Claims Association has a fund, and they have a three billion dollars surplus. And Whitmer signed a law. <laughs> Wait, how do you just like? Oh, sorry, we have three yeah. billion dollars too much. Well, they probably had a surplus for a while. Rates are really high in Michigan. I know. Yeah. Well, I'm, well, like, how does that happen? How do you? It's three billion dollars. Did someone forget to carry a one or something? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, and, well, we, we, We've been long, paying into this. How long is it piled up for, though? I mean, that's the other question. I, I don't know. Probably, a, believe me, we've paid more into it than the $400 we're getting back. Oh, most li- oh, For yeah. most people, unless you just started insuring your car. Yeah. But, yeah, it was, so it was transferred over, and, and that's going to be happening. So, Woo. yeah, <laughs> I guess. Max is really, really excited. Can we, can we take a vote and just have that $3 billion go right to the roads? Yes, please. I, oh I, would, I would I would, I, sacrifice my four. I, Max, I mean, Max is getting a big check coming, but so he might not. But <laughs> but for most allegedly, of us who might have only one car allegedly. or something like that, then, uh, yeah, I, I would I, sacrifice $400 to get those damn roads fixed. You know what? I, I, I have a I have a weird memory that that was promised to me four years ago, and I, I think this year they're honestly worse than ever. Fix I've the damn roads. I've never seen that. I've, I've never seen it like this. I've never seen the roads this bad. I've I, I, I where I work out near Northville, I, I had to go less than twenty five down eight mile. It it was oh yeah, eight every, horrible. Everybody out yeah. in Northville in eight mile in Northville. It was absolutely awful, and people are swerving back and forth. And it's and it's, you're not avoiding them; you're just hitting them slower. Yeah. <laughs> There's one I, I swear I could have gone fishing in it. I, I wanted to. I wanted to pull over and get my rod out. I'm I'm driving on the lodge and I'm merging onto 94. Um, this was a couple weeks ago, and I'm I'm merging on 94 east from the lodge south, and I just hear, Butcha! whoa! <laughs> I mean, just. <laughs> For those of you who are not in the studio, <laughs> Max just spit Sorry. everywhere. Sorry. <laughs> Literally everywhere. Sorry about that. It's all over. I'm very I mean, glad oh I'm on Zoom. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry about He's that. not wearing a mask, That's everybody. a money shot. That's a money shot. <laughs> oh, that's a hard it was. It was a ka-chunk to end ka-chunks, and I went, oh, shit. And I, 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 I pull over to my you – know, I pull over next time I stop, and – a, a huge bubble on the side of my tire, on the sidewall. A big bubble of rubber just sticking out like yeah. a big zip. Mm, it super was low-profile tires. Yeah, it. well, it sucks. And then I, I, 
luckily I bought the tire certificate, so I go to discount oh. and get a tire. But it's just it's ridiculous. It's gonna ruin my suspension if anything. Yeah. And my wheel. It's gonna bend my wheel. Yep. It's a mess. It's it's it an is absolute, horrible. Are they bad, Alex? Over on your side of the state? Um. Yeah. They're. Um, no, I shouldn't say that because they just redid the highway. Grand Rapids. Must be nice. And, uh, like Grand I, I only one. have like yeah. a mile commute every day. Um, there is one pothole that I have to avoid. That's very bad, but eh, they're okay. Of course, money is funding to where the whites are. <sighs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> that all white jury that you have. Yeah. I think it seems a little racist. It's, it's gotten really bad. Michigan's a little racist. It's know. gotten really bad when your normal driving routes, you like, you know where the potholes are now. So now, like, whenever you start getting close, you look like an idiot because you're kind of swerving <laughs> out into the other lane. <laughs> Like like today when I there's one on Kirchival it's just horrible like yeah. if I if you hit it too hard my car bounces so now like I, I'll just randomly go over in the middle lane I don't even care if somebody's like on the on the in the other lane coming towards me I'll just like go into the middle and just like you're trying to avoid it you know I, you I have know, to drive in turning lanes sometimes I yeah I know oh they're coming it's yeah. it's awful yeah you start you have to like memorize your route yes. to know where to avoid them <laughs> I mean then, then think about new... how ridiculous that sounds <laughs> that's the most ridiculous thing oh I have to memorize my route oh there's a bottle here there's a bottle here I gotta swerve this way. Oh, Oh, there's one coming up in a half mile. I know it. I've seen it. It's just more. It's the most ridiculous thing ever. That one will get you. I mean, it's so so stupid. And then there's the new just one that fix pops it. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fix <laughs> the shit. <laughs> Fuck, this That's one wasn't, that wasn't there yesterday. But, I, but just fix it. What is the pro? We've been promised. We, it's not just Whitmer. We've been promised for years before that. This is not a new problem. Fix You've it. You've had enough of that shit. I, I, I'm so. So sick of it. I'm so sick of this. And they're just like, that's the way it is. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck you. Bye bye. <laughs> Deal with it. I just can't. I can't take it. I can't take it. So I do. I drive the freeways a lot, like in downtown, and they're doing a lot of work on them. I don't know necessarily what they're doing. I know they're repairing a lot of bridges. 75's closed like every weekend. I can't. You have to take. Yeah, Ninety four's closed half the half the weekend. Yeah, I don't. Too. They're they're fixing some bridges or something, but it's just like it needs to be way more than that. I I have a feeling that at some point they're just gonna say, "Listen, we all work remotely. Everyone needs to move out of the state for one year. Just we're gonna like <laughs> like we're gonna give you housing. You're gonna live somewhere." Uh, maybe Ohio or something, or maybe we could do a UP. Oh, no, low, we could do a UP <laughs> Lower Peninsula swap. Oh, that'd like, be cool. I'll walk like it's within the state. Just hey, yeah. listen, everyone in the Lower Peninsula, we got housing for you. We're gonna build these condos. You're gonna move to the UP for a full year. The entire Lower Peninsula is shut down. We're gonna shut it down. It's horrible. Cold Look at that wind. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're gonna shut down the Lower Peninsula. Nobody can access it at all. We will be redoing the every single inch of road, and uh, in a year, you'll come back, and it'll be perfect for another fifty years. If only we could have like a global health crisis where no one's driving for a while, and they could really get to fixing. Yeah, the roads. I know, but <laughs> that'd the, be nice. The problem is we're gonna have to focus on <laughs> or that. World War Three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, first of all, that that just unbelievable. It's still. It's still raging. Have they have they um have they taken Kiev yet? I actually have not been following news on that, but I know I they've heard, been. I heard the Ukraine was a, a road apple, so I think it should be easy for them. That's to take a Seinfeld over. bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you, thank you for those of, for those who are not Seinfeld fans. <laughs> well, I I know they were, um, you know, getting into the the capital, and I'm not even sure what the status is, but I don't thing really anything has slowed down which is horrible um but it's not just 
I mean, the Ukraine suffering, but um, if you know me, I'm 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 a big foodie, and this restaurant has to explain that they have no connection with Putin whatsoever. Everyone's canceling like like Russian products. Um, people are dumping out bottles of Russian vodka, which doesn't really make sense. It's already paid for, so why are you doing that? Yeah, I've seen yeah. videos of people. Oh, I'm dumping out my Russian vodka. Okay, well, you. Oh, we where, did that story that? on the show a couple weeks ago about the Grand Rapids bar. Do you remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. But I, I'm I'm referring to like TikTok people who are like, oh, I'm pouring out this bottle. Like, okay, well, you already bought it, so what is that really doing? Was um, was it actually Russian vodka too? That's the other thing. Well, that's the other thing. Like, people are like, oh, no more Smirnoff, and you look at the bottle, like, oh, wait a second, made Il- Illinois, made in <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> I think I think out I my heard, Tito's. <laughs> I no, heard Tito's the, Texas. Yeah. Everyone support Tito's. <laughs> I heard the stat that I think one percent of the vodka in the USA is actually yeah. from Russia. So people are pouring all these bottles of American <laughs> <laughs> or like Belgian or something like that vodkas. And but here's where it gets interesting: a poutine restaurant chain <laughs> is forced to explain that it has no connection with Putin whatsoever. Well, I mean, to call themselves Vladimir, I thought that was kind of strange. <laughs> a three-location chain of poutine restaurants. <laughs> well done. <laughs> a three-location chain of poutine restaurants has become a source of controversy in France, not because of their still glorious combination of French fries, cheese curds, and gravy, but because of the name of the dish itself, Maison de la Poutine, which translates to the House of Poutine posted on its social media accounts that it has been receiving calls of insults, and the source of the caller's anger seems to be confusion about what poutine means. In France, the name of Russian President Vladimir Putin is translated as poutine. What a coincidence! <laughs> that's, that's a horrible It kind of makes sense, though. I, I heard that's why Russia elected him in the first place. <laughs> they're just big fans of poutine. Maybe they were confused, and they I thought th- they were <laughs> voting for their favorite food. Right. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. If I That's was how I Ru- got 110 percent of the vote. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Who's against French fries, gravy, cheese curd? Oh my god! I would have made the same delicious. mistake if I was in Russia. I will say. <laughs> All right. I had le- some great poutine in Vegas. Surprisingly. Are you serious, Alex? Yeah. <laughs> that really grabbed his attention. Wow. I'm I'm surprised there's even poutine in Vegas. <laughs> I've never seen him more like whoa. whoa. Well, Max, okay. Max we- hasn't had his Frenchies face in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Frenchies in Windsor has been it was like me. It was like a dog seeing a squirrel. It was like all of a sudden just like, whoa. You, you want to know something about Frenchies, by the way? By the way, outside of Montreal, Frenchies in Windsor, best poutine you can get, hands down. And this is coming from somebody who knows poutine. This is the best Call poutine for a sponsor. you can get outside of Montreal. Outside of Montreal. Montreal is the king of poutine. And Frenchies is good. They used to be open to like three in the morning on Friday and Saturday nights, which was great. You know, you're staying overnight in Windsor. Ah, two in the morning. Let's go to Frenchies. They close at ten o'clock every night now. It's, ah! it's probably because of COVID or something, but I know it's happening with every restaurant. But anyway, a letter shared online, Maison de la Poutine, explained that its signature dish has nothing to do with that guy. Our dish was born in Quebec in the 1950s, the restaurant wrote. And the stories to tell its origin are numerous. But one thing is certain. Poutine was created by passionate cooks who wanted to bring joy and comfort to their customers. The House of Poutine has worked since its first day to perpetuate these values. And today brings its most sincere support to the Ukrainian people who are courageously fighting for their freedom against the tyrannical um, tyrannical Russian regime. According to the statement. You're getting close on those P's, Max. I know. Really close. <laughs> they, they receive three or four calls a day from people who say that it is a shame to work for the Russian state to have <laughs> subsidies from Mr. Putin. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you serious? You should be ashamed of yourself. 
I mean, it kind of makes sense. Their how their 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 name is French and yeah. it translates to the House of Poutine, but it could just be Putin. So but, so it's walking here down in America and you see the House of Putin. Yeah, that's what it would be. Yeah. Um, she, the employee added that some people just shout insults as they walk by, and some staffers are concerned <laughs> that these behaviors could escalate to vandalism or violence. The threats are even more frequent at the chain's two Paris locations. According to its co-founder, we have up to five to six calls per hour. Uh, the um, <laughs> Adding that he has not filed an official complaint. Is that your best French accent, by the way? Yeah, it is. It's a problem. <laughs> he has not filed an official complaint because the police have better things to do. Great upon is is Putin not very popular in France? I guess it's a French. I, I I mean, like Quebec is French Canada. I'm pretty sure that it's also popular in France. I think that's why I I thought I'd heard that at least. I guess I Max, you've been to Europe. Yeah, Max. <laughs> we both have been to Europe. I have. You're listen, a specialist well, over there. It was it was originated in Quebec, but I. I didn't know it was a big thing in French. I understand it's French-Canadian, but I didn't really think it was really a big dish in France. I don't know if it's big, but I, I think it's probably bigger in Canada. I don't I don't think of France. I think I don't think of poutine, but I mean, having never been there, I'm... <laughs> you know, you know, it's, this is one of my favorite Weird Al songs. It really is. It's so underrated. It's, it's only nine minutes long for those of you. Oh, my God. But yeah. I'm a genius in France. <laughs> It's great. It's great. I, I can. I could probably recite every single word. I, was no say, I don't know if happened. it's a good thing or a bad thing. I could go every word in that song too. <laughs> too. Could it's too. it's like a it's in the style of Frank Zappa. Everyone everyone's favorite weird guitarist from the seventies. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love Frank Zappa. Oh yeah, great work. No idea we're talking about. No idea. <laughs> His big hit Sofa. Have you ever heard? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Well, was the poutine good in Las Vegas, Alex? It was really good. Yeah, I had it at um, this very well-known Vegas uh, nights kind of pregame spot. It's a bar right next to the stadium, uh, so we went just go get a beer or two before the game and a, a snack. And they had poutine on the menu, and I think it was only because they were playing the Ottawa Senators because I ordered it, and the bartender came over and she's like, "Oh, how how is it? I haven't had it before. I've never had poutine." So I don't think it's a, a regular menu item huh. for them, but okay. it was really good. The gravy was excellent, but um, how are the cheese the che- curds? They didn't really have cheese curds. It was oh, more yeah. of like a crumbled uh, cheese. Max is really. It was pretty disappointing. Oh, that's what so, you see. The problem is a lot of places in the U.S. advertise poutine, but instead of authentic cheese curds, they just use either like crumbled cheese or, or shredded cheese. It's not what a cheese curd is. You can't exactly. do it. You can't. You can't recreate a cheese curd by. Just crumbling up a little block of mozzarella cheese. I, uh, yeah, it no, it didn't have the cheese curds, but the gravy was excellent. It well, was really good. good gravy. That's good. That's that's the foundation. I recently uh, also partook in some poutine. That's, Did you? That's got some alliteration of those hard peas going on right there. Yeah, gotta watch the hard I, peas. Now. I was I was up north uh, in on the way home. Stopped at a great restaurant in West Branch called the Lumberjack. Of course, right? The Shell Station and the Quality Inn that's there. Oh, whoops! Oh boy! <laughs> Sorry about Something's that. Something's going on. Yeah, and so uh, they had poutine there as a special, and uh, of course, it's the same problem. They don't have the cheese curds in there. Now, that being said, again, it was really good. And I, and I hadn't had a Frenchie's fix in a while, kind of like you, Max. So. That sounds good. I'll have that. <laughs> it's delicious. It's very loud. 
But yes, Sorry. yes, the the poutine at the lumberjack restaurant was was quite good. Okay. It was satisfactory enough to fill the poutine hole that was in my heart since the, going over to Canada has become very difficult recently. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. Although I think that's back. Is that back to normal? Like the Canada travel? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if it's normal. Are you back? You can you can go. Well, we've been but... to Windsor since we all turned twenty one. Surprisingly enough, have you really not, Alex? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Just saying. I'm saying the only reason we went over there because we were, were not 21. Oh, I get it. Well, it's a bit. It's one I, of the bigger reasons. I was when we over were 19 there. and 20. I was over there uh, the beginning of February, really, a month ago, and I had to, I had to go for work. Um, and he, when you pull up to the Canadian border, you have to be wearing your mask. Yeah. It, so like, it, it's weird over there. Like, it, they're still, it, they're, st- it's like they're about six or seven months behind us in terms of like how strict they are with everything. It seems. So then I get back to the the U.S. side and I'm on my way back and I couldn't stop at Frenchies because it was ten o'clock and I didn't have a chance. They closed at nine. Damn it! Oh, too bad. But anyway, I, I pull bad. up and I throw my mask on and uh, the U.S. guy is like, uh, "Yeah, you can pull down your mask so I can see your face." I said, "Oh, I, I know they need it over there." And the guy goes, "Yeah, I really don't care." <laughs> <laughs> wow. so I was like, "Okay, was yeah, aggressive. very, yeah. very different." Yeah. All right, fine. So, yep, uh, it's 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 not. It, it, like if you haven't been over since COVID started and you want to go over, it won't feel the same as pre-COVID. Okay. At well, least as of a month ago. I understand. I My understand. news is a little bit outdated, so I'm sorry. I understand. Well, they had that convoy there, so they're, yeah, they're fighting. That's when I went over. I went over, oh. but I, I used the tunnel, so it didn't affect me. Oh, well, there you go. Yep, exactly. thank, thank God you could. Yep, exactly. Thank God uh, for the tunnel. Okay. All right. Um. Well, we... Oh, last thing. Last thing, and then we got to get out of here because uh, I know it's a long show, but I'm, I'm a little behind, but... If anyone's oh watching, if anyone's watching ninety, could Fiance, not miss on If it. anyone's watching ninety, Fiance, you know it's been a great show, guys. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Yeah, the Redman gave the third period. Cutting out early on Twitter. All right, you want to get out of here? Let me pull up the intro music. The outro music. The outro music. I apologize. I thought we were just starting. Let's just say that. Wow, we actually stopped. Gino, Gino is meeting his girlfriend's mom. Um, from from Panama, he refuses to take off his hat. He's no like, way! And and the mom is having like a prayer, and the girlfriend has to explain like, Gino doesn't like to take his hat off. He has to leave it on. And the mom's like looking at him in disgust. Oh my it's god! Horrible. It's the most awkward meeting, oh. but it's so good. It's so good. Oh my god! Oh, my god. I, oh I'll have to see if I can find that. You don't care. Nobody cares except me. I'm looking up for the best shut up drop I got. Oh, here it is. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! <laughs> shut up! Thank you, Zach. Please send us an email. Follow us. Tweet us. Send us a message. Thank you, Alex, our guest, Alex Major. Thanks for having me, everyone. Yeah, Damn. thanks for joining us, Alex. Uh, we will see everybody next week. Uh, cutting out early podcast. Have a great week, everybody. See ya. See ya.